0: Well, you can uh, hear me now. That was me burping. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me for what? I burped. <laughs> uh, what movie is that from?
1: Um is that from Christmas Story? You're close. It is a Christmas Gimmies? movie. Uh, it's a Christmas movie. Excuse me, excuse me. I can hear the little kid doing it. Let me oh, do- it's from A Wonderful Life. Right. Right. <laughs> I didn't didn't do the Jimmy
0: Stewart voice good enough. You didn't. (laughs) Excuse you for what? How's that? Okay.
1: (laughs) For what there, Junior? Yes. I burped. I burped. Uh, I burped all over Zeus's pedals.
0: (laughs) She seemed to enjoy it, but hey, what do you Ah, mean? Funny. Uh
1: I didn't reboot my computer, but everything seems to be sounding okay. So
0: Yes, I, I think when I logged on to Skype, it said... We have now uh, upgraded our performance. So, obviously, they knew they had problems.
1: Yeah, I think so. You know, anytime there's a Windows update and stuff starts getting updated, it's always a pain in the
0: ass. Yes. Well, that's true.
1: I yeah. need to get something to drink. Okay. Please do. Do you need to do anything? Uh, we-
0: maybe I'll get something to drink.
1: Oh, okay. Okay. Well I'll be back in about 30 seconds Alright I'll pause Any time Okay uh, Enjoy this wonderful hold music Ha <laughs> ah. Red
0: Okay. I was we were paused. Oh, I was singing Girl from Ipanema, but not well. So Oh, man. I shouldn't have paused it. Should have left yep. it going. That's what you get, man. All right. Well, that's okay. We uh
1: Now the show suffered we had, because of your ineptitude. <laughs> that's I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: uh, I'm sure we'll have some uh, Oh, maybe I'll actually put the real uh, Girl from Ipanema uh, song. You
1: and, know the real Girl from Ipanema? Yeah, we'll put, <laughs> An actual
0: recording of Girl from Ipanema, the original version, and then the, uh, 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 um, yeah, that other band's version.
1: I don't know. I don't know who was first. Was it Sergio Mendez in Brazil 66? Yes. And then we'll do the, uh, the other
0: one. Um. All right. <laughs>
1: The girl from Ipanema goes to Greenland by the B 52s? Hey, that's it. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Sure. Why not? All right. We'll We'll
0: see how that goes. All right. So, hell. Wow. Shit. I haven't talked to you um, through Skype in a long time.
1: Yeah, a couple months, I guess.
0: I know. Wow, we've we've been on a hiatus, so to speak. Yeah. I
1: think let's goes... call it Let's yeah. call it a hiatus. All
0: right, we'll call <laughs> I had a hiatal hernia.
1: Oh, no. Oh, that's
0: terrible. was horrible. Um, no, I didn't. Just so the listeners out there don't think that I actually had a hiatal hernia. I did not. We were we were actually on hiatus. This is quite different from having a hiatal hernia. <laughs>
1: well i it is it is it is vastly different
0: yes one is painful well both can be painful i guess both uh, could be painful but one is physically painful and and the other is um mentally painful or well or it could be could be yeah but uh, anyway, I mean, there's a there's good reason. I mean, first off, we had the um, post Twin Peaks f- depression because we're, right because you know, um, third season of Twin Peaks is over with, and of course, we're still waiting for uh, the final dossier book to come out, so we've got that to look forward to. So that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. So we I just s- went online and bought it today. I I had put it in my Amazon kind of queue. Right. And I I was going to like wait a while to read it. I was like, "Yeah, I'll read it maybe I'll get it I'll buy it eventually. Maybe I'll wait till it's really cheap or whatever." Mm. And then I realized I'm going on a trip in a week and I'm going to be in uh, on air uh planes and at airports a lot f- flying in and out of Europe and I was like, "Yeah, I need a book to read." Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, yeah. When is it shipping? I I think it ships on the th- well, it's it becomes available on the 31st. Okay. So, and I don't leave till November third. Okay. Well. If it and if it doesn't come, then I'll just you know take something else. But okay. I think it'll come. I think it'll come before I leave the country.
0: Okay. Well, I hope so. Um, I pre-ordered mine. You know, gosh, I don't. While Twin Peaks is still on, and uh, I've been just waiting with bated breath while it uh, finally makes it out of the publishing house and uh, yeah
1: into my hot little hands right yeah uh-huh. with amazon prime sometimes it will come on the day it's being released and sometimes it will ship on the day it's being released it just kind of depends i think it depends on the uh, the publisher and what they will allow right well you have amazon prime i do not
0: um so you might actually get yours before me even though i pre-ordered right
1: yeah that's yeah. true I thought, I thought Sierra had Amazon Prime and you used it sometimes. Um, sometimes, but it's just, you know, if I'm on my
0: phone, you know, it's just easier for me to order it and I'm not sure there's much shipping charges anyway on it because it's just, it's uh, it's a book. And, right. You know, and I, I didn't pay for like, you know, overnight shipping or anything like that. I think I just paid for whatever was cheapest. For all I know, it's free, but I don't think so. It'll probably be a couple of bucks or something. Right. Yeah yeah so no problems. and yeah, uh, so anyway, we were talking about our hiatus, and then, of course, oh yeah, sorry, we, I, we, I think it got us off track. No, my I think both of us got us off track, <laughs> and um the other thing we we had our big California trip that we had been yeah. uh, talking about prior to, and uh, so that was a great time. I had a great time until I fell flat on my face, yeah. Well, okay, that part, yeah, that that part wasn't too good. I, <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up unless you brought it up. Oh, yeah. yeah. got yeah. like an old man. I just fell, flunk right on my face. Okay, well, yeah, I mean, we were on the Northern California coast, and it was pretty dang rocky and craggy trying to get down to the beach. So in your defense, um, yeah, it was a pre- pretty precarious uh, walk to... Down to the beach area and uh, um, yeah, you did take a hard fall and uh, according to what you had told me, bruised yourself up pretty good, but nothing was broken. Uh, Apparently,
1: everything works now pretty good. No real aches and pains now, so that's good. Yeah, Uh, Obviously, your pride was hurt a little bit, uh, you know. Anybody in that well,
0: situation might have felt felt the same way, for sure.
1: Yeah, well, I definitely fell flat on my face like like a big, giant uh, weeble and uh, landed on its face and yeah. kind of cushioned myself with the right side of my body so my, my um, wrist on my right side and my thumb... And my uh, uh, shoulder and thigh and uh, chest and stomach, all on my right side, had a little bit of aches and pains, but no, no bruises, which really surprised me. I thought I would bruise up somewhere. Wow. Okay. Um, hmm. But really, really didn't bruise. I had kind of a mark on my on my stomach, like a little scratch, but uh-huh. wasn't even it was barely noticeable. One. So anyway.
0: Okay. And the only, so the only place you drew blood was on your thumb if I recall.
1: Yeah, just it 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 did put a deep gouge in my thumb and luckily on my right hand which I'm left-handed so, you know, I just put a band-aid on it. And it took it about oh, it took it about 2 weeks before it was really kind of it's still not 100% healed but it's uh. it's right at like 99% healed now. I mean, you, you, there's just a little kind of uh hard skin area there. Okay. Um so well. yeah, wasn't a big that wasn't really a big deal. It bled a little and then um you know I just cleaned it out and put a band-aid on it and every day it got a little better. Right. Okay. But uh still scared the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but uh Well it
1: could have been bad. Boy, it sure would have, it was the day before we were flying home. That's true. And boy, if I'd have broken anything or yeah. You know, it really hurt, pulled a muscle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, That, you know, that could have been horrible. We could have spent the last day there at the hospital or something. So it, it wasn't that bad. Um, The plane ride home didn't bother me or anything. So that was, you know, I got lucky, I guess. Yeah. Well,
0: plus you were in business class. Well, we were in,
1: um, not
0: business, premier oh. economy. Ah, okay. So you had a little more leg room,
1: I guess so. Okay. um, we flew home on Virgin Atlantic, and i mm-hmm. i thought um, and so I you know my my nephew went with us and there were 7 of us all together which was great That's um, right, yes so i upgraded his seat and my seat and i thought it would be a little it, i i didn't go back to see where you guys were sitting so i was like wow this isn't that much legroom and um hmm. i thought if it's if it's less where you guys are that would be really miserable i've always heard virgin atlantic is really good um and it you know it's certainly an okay flight they the one thing they did have they had games you could play on the using the tv screens
0: oh yeah the one on the back
1: of the seat Uh uh-huh yeah so you could play like we played me and my nephew we played um hangman and you could play with some other game that was fairly easy and oh look trivia there was some trivia games and Hmm. so it kind of made the time go fast
0: okay well you you explored uh what virgin well maybe maybe our the seats that i was in did not have that and that was what uh your seats bought you was Something to oh. distract you a little better. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, of course, I do recall a screen in front of me. I just didn't do anything. I
1: think I slept a lot and maybe read a book that I had brought with me or something. Yeah, we didn't. Um, our flight wasn't too early. I think our our flight was like at 10.55 or maybe 10.05. Right. But we, dr- we drove at least uh, over an hour, it seemed like. To get to to the San Francisco Airport, and then of course you got to be early to make sure these right. days to get through security. Right,
0: because we were up in in Guerneville, the last leg of our trip. So it was, yeah, so it was an hour and a half at least to, to get back to the airport. So,
1: so it was really neat. I really loved the trip i loved especially we did four days in san francisco mm-hmm. and then four days up in gurnville which is like an hour north of san francisco yes. and kind of in the sonoma area i guess you would say kind of yeah, kind of
0: nestled between the breasts of the Napa and Sonoma areas,
1: <laughs> and um, <laughs> or something. Something that's a good way to put it. And and so, um, I, you know, San Francisco had good points and bad points. Everything's uphill, no matter which way you're going. And um, <laughs> it, it's it's kind of dirty, um, and there are some bums and panhandlers. But I didn't think there was any more than you'd find in Austin, really, if you went to downtown Austin. Yeah, I'd agree with that.
0: Yeah, I think it was a yeah, it was a wonderful trip. I mean, there are parts of San Francisco that are
1: amazing. And yeah, the parts are a little sketchy, but uh so yeah, well. but not, you know, he, I a couple people told me, "Oh, there's lots of bums there." And I, you know, so I was kind of expecting the worst and and I was like, "Oh, it's pretty much I mean, where we went anyway, it was like, "Oh, it this is pretty much like you know, the worst I ever saw was no worse than anything I've seen on Sixth Street. Oh, absolutely! And I've seen and worse on I've seen worse on Sixth Street. Yeah, I actually have too. And so, uh, and then we did four days in Guerneville, and uh, I really, I really liked that uh, even more. It's a really up in that part of California. It was just beautiful. Um, the, you know, we went to Armstrong Woods, mm-hmm. which is a kind of a, I guess it's a, I think it's a state park. Maybe it's a national park. Uh, um, it might be a state park. Yeah.
0: It's, it's almost like a Redwood preserve more than anything. Right. Um, yeah. Cause it's not like you know just trees for for well i guess it is trees for miles but it's not <laughs> it like it is yeah <laughs> but it's, it, it's not like a huge expanse like you know ha, you know thousands of acres of it in one spot. right yeah this was like a, a redwood forest that was set aside uh, by this armstrong guy for the specific purpose of preserving the redwoods in that particular area so uh Good job, person Armstrong, whoever Mr. you are. Mr. Armstrong. Mr. Yeah, Armstrong.
1: Arm- Armstrong. <laughs> yes. Sir. I, right. I, that was one of my favorite things that we did. I'll tell you, in all mm-hmm. honesty, one of my favorite things is when we were in Guerneville, we went to Sierra's mom and stepdad's place, which is out in the, kind of out in the woods. Right. And we had dinner that uh, her mom cooked um, mm-hmm. outside, and it was it was gorgeous there yeah and the food was amazingly delicious better than any (laughs) restaurant i've ever been to and it was just a really nice cool fun and delicious meal um I i that was one of my the highlights in my opinion i just really enjoyed that immensely yeah
0: i would agree with that um yeah, it's it's something about you know going to someone's house and yeah having having them prepare a meal while you're vacationing instead of you know always eating in restaurants or scrounging for yourself or something. But yeah, I I would I would definitely yeah. agree with that. And I think that that's quickly becoming a popular thing to do um, on vacation in Europe or other places where you just go to a person's house and it may be some of you don't even know it just it's almost like you know what airbnb is but call this like air air restaurant <laughs> and cafe or something you know what i'm oh, saying they
1: do, do they really have a thing where people are like you go online and you can kind of buy dinner at someone's house like you would rent a property Well, I I know that's becoming a thing, but I don't know if
0: it's an online thing at this point, but it's somehow like, you know, you're like, say you go to Spain and, you know, somehow you go to this person's house and they make a, you know, a giant thing of paella, you know, for however many people that come to it, you know, it could be, you know, a dozen people or something like that. Right. I think I was talking to oh, I know what, I think I was talking to my Uncle Bob about this, and I think he had just mentioned something about that. And I thought, oh, that sounds a whole lot like, you know, what we did in California, sort of, right. you know.
1: Right, And so appara- well, have, apparently it's a thing. Right. I know I have talked to people who have been on what I call organized tours of Europe. Yeah. Where you're you're with a group and you go around from place to place, sometimes city to city or sometimes within a city. And, and, you know, they take you around and, and show you a country mm-hmm. or more than one country and they'll do these things where they'll have dinner at at someone's house but it's usually someone who owns a big house you know uh, uh-huh that that's like in Italy go you'd go to someone's villa and they make dinner for everybody or something so um well, i know cool. that i've mm-hmm. heard of things like that so and i guess that's kind of what it was like it was like you know there it was i mean there were there were supposed to be i think 9 of us there were actually 8 of us there but she made some delicious dishes and <laughs> then to, to be outside. I remember there's some Woody Allen movie. I think it's, I think it's love and death, but it might be a different one where it's set mm-hmm. in like the, I think it's set in the 1800s. Maybe it's even set in Russia. And there's a scene where they have dinner at, at what, what's a norm, what looks like a normal living, uh dining room table and chairs, mm-hmm. you know, a wooden table and wooden chairs at, but out, out, side in the in the yard and oh. it just always looked cool are you <laughs> and ta- that's kind of what we did are you talking about
0: a uh, midsummer night's sex comedy sex comedy i yeah. think that's the one yes yeah, yeah i think that is it yeah yeah i think i do remember that and how interesting that seemed so yeah
1: interesting. yeah and i've always been like why why don't people do that you know i'm sure they did it in america but in the days before air conditioning it was probably kind of common when it was nice outside to to drag the tape that's made of wood you know it's not gonna get hurt being outside and (laughs) to eat dinner al fresco as they say and yeah and you know why wouldn't you i mean and uh like you said uh yeah
0: my my mother-in-law and her husband is is the place that we went to in in gurnville i was there and brad's um an interesting guy character in a little bit of a way and he He has he had his out. He didn't have an outdoor tool shed. He's got an outdoor bar, which is really yeah. kind of cool. It's like a, it's about the size of a tool shed, but you walk inside and it's like a you know this very interesting bar with you know curios everywhere and you know beer yeah. signs and things like that. And he's he's yeah. Did he say? No, he didn't have his own home brew. It's just he gets a keg delivered to him ever so often that he keeps in there. So it was a
1: certain a certain local beer, I believe that he likes. Right, he had on tap, and he was because he was saying he had to go that he used to be able to get it somewhere locally, and then they stopped doing selling it, and so he has to go a couple towns over or something right. to to get a, a mini keg of it. Um, what and I don't remember what beer it was. It was good though. Yes. Um, it was enjoyable. So Yeah, he's got a little a little shack. It's it's uh, in the backyard. That's a that's actually a bar with bar stools mm-hmm. and a couple chairs and a so a little kind of love seat sofa and and some beer on tap and um some and alcohol there. It's just right. really a neat little setup. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So
0: it was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So
0: um so that was your favorite thing in Guerneville. Uh, yeah. Wh- what was your favorite thing to do in San Francisco?
1: Well, I think it would have to be, I mean, I loved, again, there were so many things we did that I, I, I really loved. Um, I love, But I really enjoyed going to the San Francisco Museum of Modern Art, I think it's called. Yes. Which you, me, and my nephew went to that, and while well, everybody else kind of did something else um i you know i love art so that's a really great modern art museum they had a a copy of duchamp's fountain which i was like oh my god Um, oh that's right
0: yeah yeah for um yeah for a listener out there it's just a urinal laid on laid on its back that's signed by uh duchamp when it i don't know what when that was the late
1: 1800s or something that he did that is that might have been the 20s i or or the even the teens it's you know somewhere somewhere in that time frame around the turn of the century a little before or a little after um yeah um yeah the kind of the first found art object that Although I think there had been others, it was it was definitely the most probably the most controversial one. Absolutely, um, yeah, it pissed a lot of uh, art critics off of the time. No, no pun intended, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was really cool. And of course, they had Warhol's, and they had a lot of really cool modern art there that was really neat to see. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that, right? And. Uh, one of the outdoor art
0: pieces that you were looking for in the city, you also found some art pieces by that particular artist. Uh, what was that German artist's name? Klaus Oldenburg. That's right. And they yeah. had like uh, two or three Oldenburg smaller Oldenburgs uh, at the uh, MoMA there. So that was kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and then, of course, the big outdoor one there by the... Uh it's by the ocean. Um right. and I've already forgotten what it's called. <laughs> it's like an a bow and arrow mm-hmm. towards the ground. Well, I can't remember what it's called now. Um but that's like my I think that's the fourth one by that artist I've seen. He's known for his large outdoor sculptures. Right. So, yeah, that was my fourth. Wow. So that's good because you,
0: you did or you didn't see one in Germany.
1: I saw one in Germany, okay. and that one was by accident. I didn't even – we just happened to be walking in downtown Cologne, and okay. it's like an upside-down ice cream cone on, uh, on a on the side of a tall building. And um, wow. very prominent, easy to see. And so <laughs> right. I saw that when I was there and then didn't find out it was Oldenburg until I got back to the States. Ah, did you Google it or something? I I think I may have, or I think I may have been reading about some of his sculptures, and they they mentioned that one, and I was like, oh, my God, I've seen that one. All right. Um, Because the first one I saw is in Las Vegas. It's at the University of Nevada at Las Vegas campus. It's uh, a large um, flashlight-looking thing. Okay. and then when uh, my nephew and I were in Cleveland to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, about a block from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is a giant rubber stamp that says free. So it's called free stamp. Oh, okay. So those, those are the other three. Okay, cool. All
0: right. Well, one of these days you'll, yeah, you'll have to add to your collection.
1: Yeah, there's only been, there's been a couple that I haven't, uh, well, there's several that I haven't seen. I was in Marfa, Texas recently uh, within the last couple of years me and nephew went to go to the on our way to the grand canyon and mm-hmm. there's a, a giant horseshoe there that he did that i didn't i knew about and totally forgot about we didn't go see it ah, and all right. and huh. there's a um, there's a giant baseball bat outside of i think it's outside of the 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 baseball Field that the Chicago White Sox use in hmm. Chicago. It may, it may be the Cubs, but I think it, it's not at Wrigley Field. It's at another park mm-hmm. that I was in Chicago a couple years ago to see the Bowie is exhibit and Mm -hmm. it was cold and i was just like i I was like i'd have to get in a taxi and try and go find it and i was like eh, i'll do it some other time
0: (laughs) okay well that just sets it up to where you get to take another trip to chicago sometime
1: yeah i I would love to Uh, chicago i really liked yeah did you uh, go to the art institute when you were there i I went to two museums one i don't think i went to the art institute for some reason
0: mm, okay um
1: uh, you know they i was only there over a weekend i think i was there two nights maybe three nights and oh. they had um uh, you know b- there's this exhibit of a, a lot of bowie's stuff his costumes mm-hmm. some of his writings you know uh, some of his musical instruments his guitar his first uh, saxophone um right and they've they there's a exhibit called Bowie Is, and it's traveled around the world and they had it in Chicago a couple of years ago and so I bought a ticket for two days when I was there,
0: yeah, I remember you so talking I, about it, yeah, that was yeah, sounded like a it great was, time
1: it was really interesting and fun, and so when I was there, I really didn't do much else it was It was in January or December, and it was really cold,
0: oh yeah, jeez, that's gotta be the coldest months. To be in Chicago. Chicago. Sure. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah. And so I think it was in December. And so I um maybe it was November even. Anyway. So I, I just did that two days and I um went to a couple other places and that's really all I did. I would I was in the hotel and it was cold outside and I just didn't want to go outside and walk around. Yeah. Um yeah. Uh, and then um this Bowie Is exhibit is going to end in Manhattan next year in 2018 in the in the early part of the year i think it's in manhattan from march to may or something maybe february to may wow okay so i really i really want to try and do a weekend trip i would like to see it one more time plus if it's going to be in new york Mm -hmm. then i i want to see our friend uh barbara clauke and I want to, um, of course, I want to go see a couple of plays. So I'm going to try and even though I said I wasn't going to do any traveling this year because it's I can't really afford to do it. I have a feeling I'm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to be going to New York. Maybe I'll blow it off. But I've been <laughs> thinking about it. OK, well, it's a possibility. So That's cool. All
0: right. Absolutely. All so right. what
1: was your favorite thing? So we didn't really talk about what your favorite things were um, on our trip.
0: Okay, well, definitely Armstrong Woods was when we were in Guernville, And yeah, um, our wine tour that we went on was oh, great. Oh, that was
1: fun, and, you know, too.
0: Yeah, we, you know, we had a, a rented bus with a driver who... Took us around to, uh, I don't think it was pre-selected places, but it, I think it might have been places that we had selected that we wanted to go to. And some suggestions by the driver as well. And so, yeah, right. that, w- that was a blast. And, uh, yeah, we got to sample a lot of good wines and see a lot of beautiful scenery. And uh, Yeah,
1: that was neat. That really yeah. was.
0: Of course, we, w- you know, not part of the wine trip, but we also went to the Coppola. Winery, which was really cool, and, uh, and I
1: enjoyed that too.
0: Uh, and had lunch. I guess that was the afternoon that we had driven from San Francisco to Gurnville. We stopped off at uh, Coppola before we went to into Gurnville, if I'm not mistaken.
1: Yeah, and, and that was uh, cool because yeah. there's a lot of his movie um, memorabilia there so if you're a big uh, francis ford coppola fan you can Mm. go there and see a lot of cool stuff including Mm. a um tucker automobile um, Yeah, because he made a movie about tucker tucker the the man in his dream or something like that i can't remember exactly what it's called but it's a really cool movie yeah that's right
0: Mm and
1: that car's really neat to look at too yeah And, uh, and
0: he's got some uh uh, display case full of stuff from apocalypse now mm-hmm. and uh, i'm trying to remember some of the other stuff that was there's in some there. godfather stuff and oh of course yeah there's a yeah. De- I, I guess it's don corleone's desk from so uh, yeah the godfather is upstairs there too so yeah that's cool
1: quite a bit of little stuff of uh, quite a bit of stuff there here and there from his movies so i really enjoyed it and i'm not the hugest Coppola fans, so mm-hmm. I know um, uh, anyone who is would really dig it. Plus, it's it's a the food's you have a meal there. The food is amazing. The wine was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a neat place to visit if you're in that that part of the country, right? Yeah, we sat outdoors on the
0: you know the patio of this mansion looking you know winery building and overlooking the uh, the vineyard, which is an amazing view. Beautiful. So yeah, that was yeah. a good time. And yeah But getting back to San Francisco uh we did the night tour of Alcatraz which was yeah, was pretty was fascinating
1: fun. yeah Learned. yeah that was really cool that was really enjoyable yeah especially at night kind of gave it a
0: creepy feel to
1: it absolutely yeah I would totally recommend the night tour mm-hmm. um Uh, I don't know that you get that much different from what you get on the day tour, except it's the sun goes down while you're there. And that's a really cool experience to be there at sunset Mm -hmm.
0: because you get to see, you know, the skyline of San Francisco while you're, you know, on the, the big ferry boat headed over and you see the skyline, you know, kind of as the sun is going down. Which is magic time, photographically speaking. And then, of course, on the way back, it was at night. So we got a really nice, you know, nighttime cityscape view from the boat as well. Right. So, yeah. It was cool. Yeah. And um, so, um, um, gosh, we I'm did so much.
1: It's so all a, some of it's a blur.
0: It is kind um, of a blur. Yeah.
1: I um, I don't, I don't, I don't my know nephew... if you, uh huh, go, go ahead. ahead. <laughs> uh, uh, all right.
0: Well, we also did a tour as like the, uh, The cable car museum uh, I went to, Sierra and I, and I think my mom and Carol, my sister Carol. And uh, that was kind of cool because it's still, because in the cable car museum is actually the functioning uh, electrical motors that are running the old time cable cars there so that was kind of oh, cool to see
1: That's yeah yeah these we ch- rode on some cable cars and stuff and it was neat it was neat mm-hmm. right right yeah i mean
0: uh yeah there's no problem with pre- public transportation in san francisco that's for sure is you know if it's gasoline engine buses they have the electric buses they have all the different kind of you know trains and then cable cars and of course we used uber a number of times as well so Yeah, Yeah. if you can't get around in that town, then you're just not trying very hard.
1: Right, it was very easy, especially if nephew was really good at, to get the tickets for the trolley and stuff, he would just go buy them on his phone, and then you show it to the cable car conductor when you're on there, and he he tells you to hit the button that says used, and you kind of hit it in front of him, and, Ah. and then that's like him taking your ticket. Um, right. So it was super easy. We didn't have to go anywhere to buy tickets or anything. Of course, I don't know if I could have done it on my own. It's always nice when he goes places with me because he's so good at all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really helpful. Your, te- um,
0: your tech savvy nephew.
1: Yeah. You know, he's <laughs> young. So he's used to all that stuff. It's just like the, sure. the Uber. I need to I need to get the app for Uber and start using it and figuring it out. Um, but he does it most of the time when we travel. So, yeah. you know. Well, nice to have that. Right, there's no cause for you to uh, have it yet until
0: you know, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Until he it's forces like, you to him, do so. Yeah. Right, yes. <laughs> uh, too funny. Uh,
1: so, yeah, what a great trip. Yeah, I also liked, um, there was something else I was going to mention, and now it kind of went right out of my head, like things do. Oh. Something else in San Francisco that we did. We, my, uh, my nephew and I went up to Coit Tower, which is kind of a tower overlooking, uh, it's kind of up on a hill overlooking the city. And right. so... You pay a small amount, I think it was $7, and they take you up in an elevator, and then you have to walk another set of steps, and it kind of takes you into this observation deck, um, so you can kind of look around, and, and it's kind of open air, there's some windows there that are open, so I, I guess it was, uh, it seems to me like the, the top of it was open, so if it was raining, it would probably, maybe they closed it, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But that was really cool, and then to get there, we had been down, we had went down to see the Oldenburg thing which is in a park called I think it's called Rinchon Park okay or, or whatever um and so we decided to walk to the coit tower well to get to it we had to climb this set of stairs that's called something like the the Greenwich stairs yes um and there and it was a it was a lot of stairs and I th- you know I'm not the fittest guy I Thought I was gonna die <laughs> <laughs> okay. on them. I really thought, oh my god, I'll never get to the top of these. But, wow. um, but I did, and that you know that's another reason I kind of like to go with him is because he'll he'll kind of you know he's young and fit mm-hmm. and you know mm-hmm. he'll he'll kind of challenge not 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 like challenge me, but he'll be like, oh, we'll just take these stairs. <laughs> and I, I always get mad at him, you know, ten percent of the way there. How many more stairs is it? <laughs> you're trying to kill me now and um uh but you know i do it and it makes me after i accomplish it i feel really good about it you know okay
0: so he pushes you a little bit yeah what you think you can do so that's good
1: yeah yeah and it's like i say it makes me feel like uh, you know wow so you know Mm -hmm. i did that it took me three times as long as it would take anybody else and i had (laughs) to stop and pant and catch my breath and rest for a minute and go a few more stairs by the time we got to the top. wow! But you know, now let me ask you this.
0: Is that the same set of stairs that uh, Laurel and Hardy carried a a piano up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It felt like it was that set of stairs times 10. (laughs) It was, oh my God, they never ended. But, But it was also really, I mean, the other thing about doing it, other than just saying, you know, I accomplished it, was as you're climbing up these stairs, there are houses all around. And you have to assume that, there are entrance ways on the other side of these houses for the people who live there because there's no way you could live there and carry groceries up and down these stairs. And so we never really saw the other side of where we were uh-huh. to really know – like, what would it be like to live there? Because, for one thing, people are climbing these stairs. A lot of people do it. It is a famous kind of thing to do. Um, yeah. And especially a lot of fit people who want to jog and that kind of stuff do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, there's some traffic going back and forth all day long. I'm sure. If you live there. But you couldn't live there if, and you couldn't live there and be old if you had to climb those stairs to take. <laughs> I I can't believe that that would be the case. There's bound to be some streets
0: on the other side of these I, houses. I'm sure there Surely. was.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure there was. But it was really interesting to see that and think about. Hmm, hmm. someone lives there, and you know, this is kind of their backyard, and and that yeah. would be an interesting place to live. Absolutely. You just want a
0: people watch. Well, there you go. That would be
1: yeah, exactly
0: your perfect place to live.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: If you can afford the the high price of uh, housing in San
1: Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to think if there was something else I was thinking about a minute ago that we did. I mean, we went to Fisherman's Wharf. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. Um. Uh. My nephew and I. Kept. We wanted to go do a tour, and I think Trish and some other people too wanted to go do a tour of the Castro, and we right. just never made it there during the day. But we did go twice at night and drink in some bars and kind of wait at this really cool little place called Little Orphan Andes, that was kind of a uh, kind of like Star Seeds or a place like that. You know, it's like a diner type place, mm-hmm. really small but really neat. And uh, I'm sure if you go on a on a Saturday morning, you wait. Two hours to get in there, but we went on like a Tuesday night at midnight there was There was just a few people there, so we got to sit down and and um, uh, eat right away hmm. but that was fun okay well that sounds I, I, good I, I, uh, so I can say i 've been to the castro absolutely
0: <laughs> yeah i 'm trying to think that what I was doing that night, maybe I was already headed for bed by then. who knows
1: but. I think that was the night that we, I think we all. Maybe it was after Alcatraz, and then you guys got back, and... Oh, maybe. And you guys had been out, you know, we didn't do everything together all the time. You and and Sierra and your mom and sister and Mm -hmm. Trish uh, would sometimes go do things while me and my nephew went and did something else. Um, Right. So we weren't always on, we weren't together all the time, so... That's true. It may have been after Alcatraz because I think you guys were going to go get dinner somewhere closer, and we decided to go there and get dinner because I know it was late. I think we had dinner at like almost midnight that night. Right, that's right.
0: Yeah, I think we went searching around for a restaurant that was open that we hadn't been to already, and right ended up at some diner in a little bit of a sketchy part of town. But it was actually very cool inside. It was kind of ret- had a retro feel to it, and the food was good. So, and they served alcohol as well so hey it was all good yeah, yeah. that's
1: always can i remember what it was uh, called yeah so. i can't either i know we talked about it but i can't remember mm-hmm. and then of course the other thing that was cool was while we were in Guernville after we left san, when we left san francisco um you had to rent a minivan because uh, you had so many people with you but <laughs> i rented a convertible yes that, and that was really neat to have mm-hmm. you didn't get a chance to ride in it even did you no i didn't so, Damn! Yeah, that I should say ta- at fun. least taking you around the block or something. It yeah. was really neat to be out there with all those tall trees in the places we went and drive with the top down. That was a really cool experience. Yeah, I guess you get a a greater sense of the scale of
0: the towering trees around you. So yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah it was real. That was neat. I really enjoyed that, and, and the uh, nephew wanted to cro- wanted to walk on the Golden Gate Bridge, but the day we left San Francisco, it was super foggy, and I know. you could
0: barely see, you know, the spans of the bridge, much yeah. less uh, see below the bridge. So yeah, it would have been a kind of a wasted effort to to walk across it, except just for the sake of saying that you walked across it.
1: But, right. Yeah. And, you know, we didn't even stop and try and take pictures or anything. It was so foggy. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. That's too uh, and bad. so I had re- that was the day I rented the convertible. And then we did drive down Lombard Street, which was cool to drive down that in the convertible. And then went over, it took us 20 minutes to figure out how to get the top down on the convertible. And then, <laughs> uh, so we went down Lombard Street and then we drove over the, the Golden Gate Bridge, didn't stop because it was so foggy. And, um, and then when we left to come back to go to the airport, mm-hmm. um, it was early in the morning, and the, you would think there would be a lot of fog then. The weather was perfect and beautiful. Right. Yeah. But we were going to the airport and didn't have time to really stop and
0: I know. I know. Yeah. Anything. But yeah it, was, yeah, it was perfectly beautiful and a perfect time. But yeah, because we yeah. were on a schedule to get to the airport yeah. on time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't oh. want to miss that flight. Oh, so. no,
0: that would suck. Though. Oh, well. Oh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, anyway, I think that's the San Francisco trip. We had a good time.
0: Yeah, it was a good time. And the you 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 and nephew did go to the Museum de Mechanique.
1: Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. And we watched. We put some. Uh, the, uh, there were some really cool things there, and mm-hmm. that we put quarters in and watched. Some of them were just goofy little mechanical vignette kind of things that played. You right. put a quarter in, like there was one where it was this old man holding a baby, and there was another baby in a rocking in a crib, and he mm-hmm. put the quarter in and his he moved and there was it's just a baby cried constantly while he moved his foot and rocked the other baby or something. There wasn't much to it at all, huh was it the
0: old style flip card um type thing movie? Nope. Oh, no okay. no no,
1: it was more of a of a, uh, it was a actual film figure. No, it was oh. a it was a mechanical figure. Oh, I mean, it okay, was like okay. a like a puppet show, but not a puppet show. You know what I mean? It was like a yeah, uh, a, not a mannequin and not a vent figure, but you know, it wasn't a, a physical actual mm, autom- doll
0: automaton. Yes, s- or s- of sorts. Uh,
1: then we yeah. we put a quarter in one, and it was a bunch of guys around the campfire. Mm-hmm. and it said something like don't don't do the, don't play this if you're easily offended. Oh, so we yeah. put the quarter in and it the guys just get up and fart. Like the scene from Blazing Saddles, it's hilarious.
0: Right. So it almost makes you think, hmm, did Mel Brooks get the idea because he happened to see this little machine? In this uh, yeah. museum of ancient
1: uh, uh, mechanical toys, toys, for lack of a better word, or mechanical games or machines, yeah. Mm-hmm. Th- that's what was neat about it. There's lots of old stuff there. They did have... I wanted to do do some other things, but uh, we we didn't have a lot of time, and and I was kind of being choosy about what I put money into. Right, um, yeah. Because they did have those old school movie... I think they... Um, I call them movieolas that were actually physical cards that flip through that give you the perception of movement like a like a move like a movie does right yeah and those definitely. are cool
0: yeah those are cool uh yeah you look through the little viewfinder and put your quarter in and get flip flip flip
1: flip. yeah and they all have of course they all have um come ons that they're they're trying to get you to watch them and um right uh you know they're the, like, it's going to be something naughty, mm-hmm. um, like a naked girl or something. But I actually have seen one when I was younger. We we went somewhere where they had a bunch of them, and there was one that actually had a, a nude girl that danced. Um, oh, sure. You know, which um, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm sure I loved when, <laughs> when I was, like, 11. <laughs> I probably thought that was great. Yeah. Um,
0: you had to put two nickels into that yeah. machine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> One for each boob. Yes. <laughs> of course. Uh, too funny.
0: Okay. All right. Well, I guess that's that's all we got on San Francisco
1: then. I think so. I think that covers a lot of stuff that we did anyway. Yeah.
0: Oh, I forgot. We we went out to that restaurant at Land's End called The Cliffs. Oh, yeah. You
1: guys did. Oh, that's right. You didn't go to that? Mm-mm. Uh, I went. We... <sighs> I I think that was the night we went down to the Castro. Maybe that's it, yeah. The second night or something.
0: Right. But the cliffs is, yeah, right there on, literally on a cliff overlooking the Pacific. And it had, you know, hundreds of photographs of, you know, celebrities from the, you know, 40s and 50s all over the wall, apparently customers of this once very famous restaurant to go to, I guess, you know, the the Hollywood elites went there back in the day, but... You know, it's still a nice little cool restaurant with great service. And, yeah, you can easily drop a lot of money there. And I think we yeah, did. Yeah, of course, yeah. Yes, but anyway. So,
1: all right, now that's it. That's all I got. <laughs> I was going to tell you one more story. All right, let's I don't, hear it. I don't think I told you this. I don't think we – I'm surprised that me and nephew didn't mention this. It, it, it happened early in the evening, and I actually – I think we both just kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So – I think the night you guys did that we went down to the Castro and and we looked online and he found this place called Harvey's which is named after Harvey Milk of course um right. to have dinner and it was a it was a nice restaurant wasn't super fancy but wasn't super casual mm-hmm. and so we we went in and they had pictures of Harvey Milk all over and stuff and it was just you know it's an okay place we ordered dinner and it was okay it wasn't great it wasn't horrible mm-hmm. um and there were these two old guys sitting at a table next to us, older guys, older than me anyway, yeah. and uh, um, they're having a conversation and, you know, we're sitting there and we we got an appetizer and we waited for food and, you know, we were probably there an, uh, over an hour and um, they're just having a conversation and, you know, I looked over there a couple times and they weren't particularly loud or just two guys having dinner. I wasn't sure if they were an older couple or, you know what was just friends or whatever. Right. So we're getting, um, I, oh, I think we just got our food or maybe it was right. Just right before we get our food. All of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, I see one of the guys throw his drink in the other guys. I mean, these guys are like 70.
0: Uh uh. Threw, no threw way. His drink
1: in the other guy's face and then threw the glass at him. What? It's like a martini style glass. Yes. Threw the Holy glass at him And shit. glass
0: broke. Holy crap balls. And
1: And then he's out of there. Damn! And then then the the server comes over and is like helping the other guy kind of get you know clean off. uh, And and they're talking. And then they start talking and having a conversation like they know each other. And I'm like, Hmm. do these two old guys come here all the time? And they just had a spat, or (laughs) is this what happens all the time? because the server wasn't like oh my god what happened what did he do or you know <laughs> there wasn't any of that it was just like oh yeah let me get you here i'll clean that up and and uh I, and then the, the 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 older guy starts asking the younger server guy mm-hmm. um something about like like results from his doctor or something and I'm like, oh holy These shit you guys know each other or at least this guy comes here and eats must come here often to know the server Uh it was just so random and weird that is wow did so did you pay extra for the floor show i know i was like oh come on now young gay guys are the ones with all the drama come on (laughs) well apparently
0: this is a couple of old drama queens a couple of
1: old drama queens indeed
0: yeah or at least one of them was
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so random, uh, you know, and there that's... wasn't even like a big buildup. It wasn't like they had been contentiously talking through the evening. Mm-hmm. It was all very quiet and amicable. And we heard I overheard them a few times talking and just, you know, normal. I, I, you know, like I couldn't really tell if they were a couple or if they were on a date or just free. You know what I mean? I, I didn't even hear overhear that much of the conversation to know exactly it, how they knew each other um, right
0: but uh so, that was probably the last thing you had, had expected would happen yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> you're in a you're in a place that's like dedicated to the memory of harvey milk and you're like come on guys get along <laughs> here we've all got to get along right uh yeah but it was just random and strange mm-hmm indeed jeez
0: <laughs> well, no use crying over a spill at Milk's.
1: <laughs> Good one. Okay. That's an awesome one. Wow. That's great. Cool. That's fantastic. <laughs> I I I was like oh I didn't even see it coming. In the <laughs> middle of it, even. In the middle of it, I was like, yeah, Really? No, I was like, yeah, no use crying over spilled alcohol. No. No use crying over spilled drinks at Milks. (laughs) There you go. Beautiful. All right. Beautiful job. Thank
0: you. Yeah.
1: So. huh? I'm going to have a hard time promoting all the good things in this episode because I've been banned from Facebook for 30 days. I was wondering about that. Sierra had mentioned
0: to me that you had sent her and Trish a message that you were going to... Step away from
1: uh, Which Facebook yeah. for a
0: while, but apparently glad, actually, you're, you're yeah. on a you're on a forced hiatus here. I am, uh, but I Facebook. you know
1: part of me was like, you know what, uh, it, being on Facebook has depressed me so much lately. Yeah, well, that I was just like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm actually kind of glad that it's a forced thing because yeah. I. Uh, it's just it's really dep- facebook has been really depressing me lately i've been surprisingly yeah. i know you can't tell from this conversation i have been super depressed lately and uh part of it is just all the political fuckery that goes on online oh
0: yeah uh, well that's why you know i'm on a i'm kind of on a self-imposed hiatus from uh facebook I, for some reason i just i have no desire to look at it uh lately you know it's I'll-
1: just re- really frustrating
0: yeah i'll look at instagram i'll you know i'll look at snapchat you know just you know just for fun and interesting little things but i just for some reason i've just i i just don't have a taste for facebook uh as of late myself well you know know,
1: um i i like instagram and snapchat because it's just not political it's it's really Mm -hmm. difficult to be political on there you can you can post a few things that are political oriented but it, it's a big hassle to do it for one thing and for the other it's just like most people don't that's not what people do there so yeah. i you know i uh so i like those because they keep they also keep me from engaging in stuff um and then uh oh. i'm still on twitter under the slope podcast right. handle yeah yeah Okay, good. You know, so it's sometimes they get a little political on there because there's still some political things I follow on there. True. Um, but but you, for you've some only reason, got 140 yeah. characters, so.
0: Well, that's true, too. And I, I don't know, Twitter, for some reason, seems a little more higher-minded than the average shit on Facebook. Yeah, I think
1: so. It still can be kind of... Oh, well, yeah, of course. there I mean. still be a little fuckery, but <laughs> no true. one can be too... And I don't follow that many people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, as as the Slope Podcast, I think it's at Slope Podcast is our handle there. Yep. So uh, yeah, here's why I got here's why I got banned for thirty days on Facebook. I'm I'm actually furious about it okay um uh there's a new morrissey song and and it's called i can't even remember what it's called it's called something like don't get out get out of bed or i don't know what it's called and um and it's an all right song but one of the lines in the song he says don't watch the news Mm -hmm. and uh i put something i posted something like yeah only Trump tards watch the news, or I don't even know. I don't even remember what it was now. But of course, it engaged a bunch of people on the fucking Morrissey fan. It's Morrissey's <laughs> official page. Wow. All the, you know, and some of these, and some of these conservative tards get on there and start saying stuff, and, mm-hmm. and, Someone, one of them said something like, Well, how do you know Morrissey isn't, doesn't like Trump? And I said, Well, if he does, he's a self hating fag. And which is what I call anyone who's a Republican and gay or, uh, 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 uh like log cabin Republicans. That's my official opinion of them. Okay. And so, you know, uh, fair enough. Yes. Yeah. Someone reported me for, you know, hate, hate, hate language or whatever. And I'm like, Uh, wow. just because someone uses the word, first of all, <laughs> I'm gay. Mm-hmm. you know black people can say the n-word and i can say fag um and secondly i didn't say anyone in particular was i said if i didn't call anyone that name i just said if someone feels this way then they are okay so you know you know facebook still i, I got zero response from facebook uh about my saying they shouldn't ban me um mm, okay they so just... and i'm like well you know what I, if you can't even get on the morrissey fan page or the more it's the official page and not get into an argument with it, fucking retards idiots, then maybe Facebook isn't the place for you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. Well, yeah. All right. Well sorry to hear that you were banned, but at the same time, hey, it's uh, it's a good palate cleanser for you. Right? Kind of, sorry,
1: not sorry, right?
0: Yeah, get away from that, you know, uh cesspool for a while.
1: Which, you know, yeah. s- sometimes just- it is, you know. Shit. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. I mean, the only thing I really like about it is, mm. you know, all my all my family's on there, so it's easy to keep up with what's going on with the family.
0: Right? Yeah, and that's you know that's one of the positive things is yes, you keep in touch with you know people that you you know like or love or whatever. So right? Yeah. I think I'll look at Facebook occasionally, but for the most part, I'm I'm not really posting anything. You know?
1: Yeah. Um. You may have to get on. Of course, when you put this up mm-hmm. and post this on a on our LTV dot, oh. LTVpod.com website.
0: Right. I'll, I'll definitely uh, talk it up, of course. Yes.
1: Yeah. I will, I will post. And of course, yes. It's on iTunes and some other places, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You'll have to be the one. I, I think I, I will probably be on my European trip when that when you get it posted or close to going on there so I probably won't have time to hype it like I usually try to plus I'm banned so you right. know And that's the other thing that sucks when they ban me from posting on my own page for 30 days I'm also banned from posting on this on this slope podcast the slippery slope okay. page which so, doesn't make any sense to me so it's like every page that you're associated with you don't have access to correct i okay. can see it I, I can't even like something I can't even go on somewhere and like something somebody else has posted. I just think that's, you know, Facebook, fuck you. Fuck you. Right. You know, kiss my ass, Facebook. You're fucking uh, took money from Russians anyway, allegedly fucking Facebook. So fuck you.
0: Well, I think it isn't that by their own admission that they've said that you know that the some Russian operatives spent close to a hundred thousand dollars
1: on um, you know particular ads. I, I, heard, I yeah. I don't know what they've officially said or not. They've been very uh, smarmy about it. So, yeah. Okay. I don't even know what they've officially uh, uh, said or not.
0: Okay, I'll do a little more research and get back to you on that one. You can post some stuff on the page about it if you want. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll have to.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't. Right.
0: So, uh, okay, cool. So anyway, we were talking about what we've been doing and, and staying away from Facebook. And uh, uh, one thing that I've been doing that I that's helped me stay away from facebook is i've decided to start learning how to play guitar again and to help me do this i actually purchased a left-handed fender telecaster guitar electric now it's
1: left-handed the opposite that most people play
0: yes so are you
1: a left-handed writer Yes, right, I am.
0: right-left-handed? Yeah, right-left-handed. Uh, yeah. So, me too. I don't know if I knew that about you. I think we might have mentioned it to each other before, but it's been a long time ago and never really hmm. came back up again, yeah. apparently. So, I don't see you write too often. Yeah. Oh, well, that that's true.
1: Um, so anyway. Signing I, checks at the restaurant is the only, well, you know, yeah, signing that's, receipts. That's about the only time I see you write, I think, so. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's probably so, so... Anyway, I said I got a Fender Telecaster. I actually kind of lied there. I couldn't afford to get a Fender Telecaster, so I got their daughter company. Uh, it's a Fender Squire Telecaster, and so it's it's. I think instead of being made in the United States or Mexico, it's actually made in China. But I, I did a little bit of research on you know the quality of the the Fender Squire. Telecasters and seemed to be nothing but glowing reviews, so I purchased it, and I love it so far. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Can yeah. I ask about what that cost?
0: Uh, one of these is like $200. Oh, that's not crazy or anything. Oh, okay. You know, if I wanted to get an actual Fender Telecaster, that would be, you know, $600 and up, you know, depending upon... Oh, no, that's, that's even a little better than I thought it would be yeah I mean granted, you could spend ten thousand dollars on on one right if it were you know vintage or something like that, you know right, so anyway.
1: I'm what do ho- you? Are you just sitting when you're home in the evening? Sometimes just kind of playing with it and strumming around and yeah. yeah, just just trying to get my
0: fingers to get that muscle memory to be able to switch from one chord to another without you know having to think about it too much. You know, just right, and right. Them. And then plinking around and you know, and then learning some power chords so I can just you know bang out you know some punk songs fairly easily. Which is a mm-hmm. power power chords are way easier to play than Real chords, because power chords aren't even real chords. And they're like, I don't even know what they call them. But, uh, well, they call them power chords, but they're not really chords, because you're really only playing two notes at the same time with the uh, distortion pedal turned on and your amp up loud. So, it, you know, so you get that, that punk sound. Oh, well, that sounds fun. Yeah. So, anyway. So, I've, I'm motivated and I've been practicing every day and my fingertips are finally forming some calluses so it doesn't hurt so much. Oh, cool. <laughs> so... We'll see if I get anywhere with this, or if I just fail miserably. I'm just, well,
1: I'm just having my rock star dream where you're playing power chords in the background, and I'm and and I'm uh, screaming. Yeah, okay. While hitting while hitting an anvil with a hammer. <laughs> I was hoping that you well, were,
0: I, you would be playing keyboards, but okay, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's no way that's gonna. I mean, I can bang on them, but. Uh, one of my friends wanted to have a band one time, and I was going to dress like Wendy from Wendy's restaurants with the red <laughs> pigtails and and a that's dress good. and just bang bang an anvil with a hammer. Ah, that's yeah, wonderful. That never happened, but
0: <laughs> but it's still a it's <laughs> still a great thing to imagine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I'm perfect for that role.
0: Yes, that'd be
1: awesome. Yeah. I'd love
0: to see that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wow. have this real bad kind of. I can't get over it but I just feel like when so- when someone's over about 40 mm-hmm. uh, just just being on stage it's just like Ugh, what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> I mean even you know even big rock stars you know like you know like the rolling stones and and elton and right um you know bands that have been around forever that still tour mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know your your heyday is over and you're you're just a nostalgia act now <laughs> is that really what you want to do with your life yeah. it's like as long as they they keep making the big bucks, maybe so. <laughs> right. I mean, it's just like I've seen Elton, I think, uh, seven or eight times, at least seven, maybe more like 9 or 10. I don't know for sure how many times I've seen him. It's yeah. been a long time since I ta- saw him too. It's been over 20 years since I saw him. If he if he came to Austin and toured, I would I would see him again. Um I know he came to to 360 um a couple years ago, but yeah, that just didn't seem like. I just was like, eh, I don't want to go out. <laughs> but because uh, I think I don't know, you know, I think I thought, oh, it's after a race, and then you you have to sit through the race and then go see the show or something. But I don't uh, think that's how it, it was, works.
0: It was probably just a concert at the three hundred and sixty amphitheater. Yeah, yeah, and not one of the post race, everybody has to stand out in a big field in order to see the 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 grand stage or whatever. Whatever they have during the races, it's a separate stage from the 360 stage.
1: Right. Yeah. So I you know, I would have, you know, I, I, if I'd have known more about it, maybe I would have gone. But I I just, you know, I would still go see him. But, you know, he, he, that's the only one. I, I mean, there are others I would see. It's a little different, too, when it's a established person or band like that like the rolling stones mm-hmm. you know but like you know when you're 40 and you're playing in a bar downtown somewhere yeah I'm just like, oh, I, you know yeah. and I, i'm not yeah. trying to discourage you from doing that if you want to do if you get good enough and you want to play in bands i will definitely come see your band yeah <laughs> all right but it, it's just uh, you know and I'm, I hate that. It's like ageist to be that way. Yeah, well, you know. But it's just it's like, oh my God, dude, you're forty, you got kids. Do <laughs> do you really have to do this? You know, is this really some and I you know, anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I, I don't in my own. Yeah.
0: I mean if I ever got to the level that I would be playing uh live somewhere, I'm not sure I would actually do it. But who knows, you know? Well,
1: right. I mean
0: <laughs> I have I don't you know, think I'll, I don't think I'll ever be a, at that point. It's just kind of a just a personal goal. Right. And this is the first time I mean, that I've ever had a left a real left-handed guitar. You know, usually I just take a right-handed gu- guitar and just string it upside down. But that never works out, and it makes tuning a lot harder as well.
1: I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So, well, that's cool. I mean, I, I, you know, I hope you're enjoying it. That it's, you know, it's just the same thing when some guy's in a band and he's in his 40s and he plays at the local bar every Saturday night or whatever. Yeah. yeah mostly, mostly it's about him enjoying it. He enjoy- if that's what he wants to do, and he's having a good time. More power to him. You look kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully. Hopefully the people... dumb and, and scary, but whatever
0: <laughs> right well hopefully the people who are there are enjoying it as well, but that, I guess that's uh right that that could be debatable, it just depends
1: right. I always think of the bands that are like, remember when we were in Round rock that night with Moda Soul and we went to that corner bar, and there were the guys and they played I don't know the classic rock songs, yeah, oh yeah and they. And they weren't particularly horrible. They just had horrible taste in music that they played. And I'm right. just like, ugh, you know? Yeah, we didn't. What's, st- we didn't what's st- the appeal? Right, we
0: didn't stay very long. Yeah, uh, if I recall, just because it was. I don't. I don't think the acoustics were very good in this place because it was really. Uh, well, I guess it was a bar, but the acoustics was. just seemed really echoey and almost grating to the point of you know you wanting to cover your ears.
1: Yeah. They were well. They were loud, and they uh, and they were playing shitty songs like you know, Thirty Eight Special songs and shit. It's yeah. just like, ugh, I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I, I
0: think that's uh that's on their advertisement card. We play only shit that nobody really liked at the time. So right, yeah. <laughs> no, that's not true. A lot of people liked Thirty Eight Special back in the day, but you know, some 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 bands and songs you need to leave back in the past. And right, uh, try I mean,
1: I like you know i like classic rock as much as the next guy but yeah Yeah. and i like cover bands too but those you know sometimes they're just not good those guys just weren't weren't good yeah in my opinion and and, you know yeah I um
0: I I stopped liking classic rock probably in the early 90s. Don't ask me why. Oh really?
1: Uh, I still like it. I mean, there are just certain songs that I really like that if they come on I'm going to listen to them. Yeah. Yeah. And bands too. I mean, you know, I, I'll listen to any Rolling Stones song. I'll listen to any um yeah. I can't think of any other good choices but
0: No, but I understand what you're saying. I, maybe it's just I don't like classic rock radio because they play the same 30 hits over and over again when right. they when they have a catalog of hundreds of thousands of things they could be playing but that's it's not about playing a wide variety of music it's about selling advertising so i understand right. that part it's just you know it could be so much more and it's not and that's, well, I that's why that's I hate like, classic rock radio.
1: You know, I I don't know if we talked about this because uh, I think it's while we were on hiatus. My, you know, I bought a, 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 not a new car, but I bought a newer car. And it came with three months of, of Sirius XM radio. Right. Um, and I really liked it. But, it they you know, if you pay what they really want you to pay, what the real subscription price is, it's like $16 a month. Well, uh-huh. that's just ridiculous. Okay. But they had a special six months for $30. I'm like, $5 a month? Fuck yeah, I'll pay that. Sure. Of course. So I I got another six months of it. And, you know, there's a lot of channels to choose from. Mm -hmm. So although they have a classic rock station that plays just the kind of the classic rock hits that you've come to expect. There's also a... There's two of them. And then there's a third one that's like a deep cuts station where they actually play a lot of rock songs I haven't heard or Hmm. rock songs you don't hear very often. And that's kind of I mean there's just so much on there, you know. They oh. have the a new wave station, they have a, an all Beatles, they have mo, you know new music and and you know music from all eras including, you know, the 50s and Sinatra's channel and yeah. you know. Just there's just a ton of shit on there and uh, you know I love having it. Okay, well
0: that's that sounds really good to me, okay. All right, maybe yeah. I should I should put even more uh disclaimers on my claims about hating classic rock radio all right broadcast classic rock radio stations i can't stand okay
1: right and they and they you know it's frustrating i mean that's what's great about sirius xm is it's a subscription thing Mm -hmm. so there's no commercials and um so there there's a lot more freedom in what they can play yes and when you're a when you're a radio station that's a public broadcast station yes you're kind of appealing to the masses right and that's why you hear the same 30 songs over and over and i get that it doesn't mean i have to like it but Mm -hmm. i get it yeah right yeah
0: because i mean that's their business model right
1: exactly and it's become even more so since since you know the broadcast radio is almost a dead industry
0: yeah almost except for drive time i guess
1: yep And and drive time is dominated even on on musical stations. It's really dominated by talk. Oh, absolutely. Sure. You know, I mean, 101X
0: is you know jason and deb and they're entertaining to listen to and of course uh and i don't listen to them anymore you know dudley and bob which i think you listen to occasionally i listen to jason
1: and deb and actually i listen to jason and deb more now uh i realize that i like them a lot better what i don't like is they play music as well as talk so they're you know yeah not in addition to commercials you also get time you know i'm only on the road to get to work usually 20 minutes so Mm -hmm. if there's a a song and a commercial, that's eight to ten minutes of it. Right. And you're only really getting about fifty percent of your time on the road with something interesting. Right. That's, um yeah, you half your drive is is a song and yeah, ads, of course. Yeah. Right. So when they play a song or ads, then I'll flip over to Dudley and Bob and then I also listen to the whatever station that is that has like Alex, Sarah and and some other guy. Uh Jubbly. It's like <laughs> exactly. Um <laughs> you know they're another talk station they're another station that does like a morning show but the music on that station is more new music kind of stuff okay yeah well, it's like I think it's ninety four point seven, whatever that is, right? And in they uh, in Austin,
0: okay. So they play more modern stuff, new releases, um, and so they play the the five new releases over and over again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck,
1: dude, it's <laughs> funny. I finally, after having Sirius XM for like four or five months and listening to all the the classic rock channels, and you know, the one I listened to when I first got it the most often was the New Wave station. Call uh, it's called First Wave, but of course, even they play the same songs over and over yeah and and after a while i kind of was like okay i can branch out now and listen to some other things and so i've listened to a lot of different things and then just a couple days ago i was like where are the new music stations Mm -hmm. and they're they're down they're like channel one two and three really and i was flipping through so i've started like flipping through them at times and it's like one of the artists you hear all that they play all the time is a guy named charlie puth p-u-t-h first of all Mm -hmm. charlie pooth change your fucking last name if you want (laughs) to you're gonna be a a top 40 guy nobody wants to try and say charlie pooth on the radio that's Uh. fucking hard to say dude right um and then the other one they played was oh i can't remember who it was now but i'm like and i think charlie pooth maybe i'm wrong but i feel like these guys all started on youtube I'm like, oh my God, you know, Bieber started this thing. And I can't complain because I love Troye Sivan and Troye Sivan started on YouTube too. But there's my obligatory Troye Sivan mention. Ah, there it is.
0: (laughs) So, but you have to... Understand that, you know, when somebody puts something up on YouTube and all of a sudden they've got 10,000 views, then hey, ten millions, you know, 10 million views, yeah. Right. And uh, so m- music producers are going to take note, of course.
1: He, yeah, absolutely. I mean, and um, you know. who's the other one that's, oh, I can't, I wish I could remember who the other guy is that's kind of the same thing. And I don't even know if Charlie Puth. God, I hate saying it. I haven't said it out loud before. <laughs> it's just so horrible. It's just a horrible name. pooth. First, it starts with <laughs> the same two first letters as pussy, and then it ends with a lispy T-H. Uh, pooth. It's like gay and hetero at the same time. It's just a horrible name. Mom, um, Charlie <laughs> poothed on me. <laughs> right? It sounds like poof and also uh, uh, poot. Um, so... It's just got so many things going on with it. It's too much, Charlie. Yeah, it's
0: um, like poo, poo. Yes, and poo, to, poo, and poot, to, and tooth, poutine. That and that tooth and tooth. Yes, that <laughs> and that's the tooth that <laughs> <laughs> that poof uh, pooped on my tooth. <laughs>
1: That poof pooted on my poteen. Um, Is that you, poteen? <laughs> it's me, poteen. <laughs> <laughs> on some fries and cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's nice. But any, Some anyway, they, so they have cheese. these new stations too. So I, I've okay. been listening to, just trying to, I'm trying to just sample as many of the different things as they offer as I can. Yeah. Um, because uh, I heard a, I, I was, you know, I was listening to a station. the The other cool thing they have, although you only get fifty of them, uh-huh. is you can you can program in if you hear if the Pretenders come on and you like the Pretenders, like I do, yeah. then you can you can Punch that in as one of your favorites, and then every time a Pretender song comes on, no matter what channel it comes on, a little kind of alert pops up on the screen, and you click on it, and you can go to the station that's playing the Pretenders. Oh, that's cool! Wow. It's really neat, but you only get fifty of them. So I've already had to delete some and put other ones in as as you hear the the thing that sucks is you can't just put one in. You have to; it has to be on the air, and you have to mark it when when that band is played. Um, mm, right. Oh, I see.
0: Okay, yeah. So it's just if you happen to come across an artist that you like while you're listening, that's when. Yeah. Okay. Huh.
1: So. So, so yeah. that's a, another great way to find the different channels they offer because mm-hmm. you put in an artist you like, and then it might play on one of the, uh, some channel that you really haven't listened to. Like, there's a channel called The Loft that's a really odd channel. They play new stuff and old stuff. I, I can't figure out what their programming niche is supposed to be because they play some newer stuff, some older stuff. So they don't play a lot of really hard stuff. Most of it's fairly not mellow, mm-hmm. but not not intense or hard is it hipster fair it's similar it's similar i mean it's very much like i mean they'll play like roxy music songs yeah um but like they uh, maybe they do i mean it's one of those stations where you might actually hear even like what's the song that's like right uh you know the strand yes yeah you might hear that on there um Mm -hmm and then they you know they might play a new song well they anyway i one of my favorites came on i i tuned it in i don't even remember what it was it was on the loft after Mm. that one end ended this next song started and it had a real it sounded a lot like television you know the band that did marquee moon sure and i and i looked over and the name of the band was filthy friends i've never heard of them but the song was really great and i was like damn i gotta find out more about this band um so, you know, that's a cool thing, too, is you can kind of find new music on there. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Well, you know, I guess Pandora in a way can be like that because you can plug in a particular artist and it'll play that artist and then artists that are similar in style, you know, to that right. particular yeah. artist. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Very much similar mm-hmm. to that. That's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, anyway, I don't know how we got off on that tangent. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. Oh, to you me. playing guitar? That's where it came from. Yes, that's <laughs> that must have
0: been it. <laughs>
1: so, are you so, just trying to learn core to play? Are you like playing along with records, or not records anymore? But are you like playing along with songs, trying to kind of figure out what the what the chord sequence is, or are you just not? yet. Oh, how, what are you doing? I mean, are you just just fiddling right now
0: uh, yeah i'm i'm fiddling i i actually signed up for you know online guitar lessons through Fender you know i've got 30 day free lessons you know since i purchased a guitar and so i've been following along with that and then just kind of branching off on my own or looking at one of the exercises they show you know of you know switching between the C and D chord you know quickly you know, and that's it's a task, and I'm trying to work on fingering speed and you know muscle memory so that I can get my fingers where they need to go. Well, I'm sure Sierra will
1: be glad once you master that
0: <laughs> um,
1: so these online things that well, they do are they like video yes, courses I got gotcha. you it okay. is yeah, 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 it's through
0: there. Their the Fender website and uh, yeah they're pretty good so um, you know that and there and plus there's so much so many tutorials on YouTube it's just yeah overflowing and amazing how many different uh, uh, people are putting out really good quality you know. With the hopes that, you know, you will obviously subscribe to their YouTube channel, but then also go to their website for their extended lessons, you know, and things like that. Right, right. of course. But yeah. you don't even need to do that because there's just such a dearth of instructional videos, you know, from beginning to advanced. So it's, you know, I this Fender free lessons I probably won't keep, you know, longer than the, you know, the free period. There's no need right, to. Right, right. So much out there.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's kind of yeah, but who knows? That's kind of what I thought about Sirius XM. Uh, well, for free for three months, it's great, but I'll never pay for it because mm-hmm. I because I have so much music, you know, I have so many MP3s, but because it's so difficult to play them, uh-huh. you know, I could buy an MP3 player for the car, but it's just easier for five bucks a month. I've yeah. got access to all the music I really want. That's true. I mean,
0: that's yeah, that's that's sheer convenience. And uh, who knows? And in three weeks' time, I may pay to keep my fender lessons subscription why not you
1: know right or find something else that you like i mean if something is really helpful and it really works for you Uh then you know it may become it may feel like it's worth doing but right it's um
0: well yeah i guess the good thing is you can customize your lessons like you're like i want to take the rock and roll path or i want to take the blues path or I want to right. take the jazz path, or I want to take the, the pop music path, you know. So that's right. kind that's of a cool feature there. but you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is that it's, you know, it's never too late to learn something new if it interests you. So why not? Do it.
1: Right. So what if you get good at it and go on stage and Lodger is like, you're an old douchebag. What are you doing up there? <laughs> <laughs> don't let that, don't let that sully your dream. <laughs> 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 ah, well, right. you gotta shit on everything, Lodger. <laughs>
0: no, that's hilarious. Yeah. Well, if it ever comes to that, I hope you throw a beer bottle at my head.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be out in the audience. These guys suck! <laughs> oh, that, that would funny. be mean. That would be a terrible thing to do. Yeah, That would be great, though. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Shit, I, I guess in our... Upcoming podcasts. They're, I don't know if we plan on uh, covering our, our TV watching habits. It seems like you know, after Twin Peaks being over, everything else is just kind of you know not so great. But well, I mean,
1: it's, yeah, it's hard to top that. I mean, that right? That was intensely in- interesting and and um, water cooler podcast talking oh, worthy. Yeah. I mean just just general thought provoking and uh you
0: know thinking about you know the the meaning of life <laughs> and and what is and what is reality and and everything and all that shit you know
1: so right i mean that's uh. just like you know i figured we'd talk about tv shows and i know we don't Mm -hmm. really it's so hard because even with twin peaks when we you know focused on that by Uh. the time we record watch it record it uh get it up on online time has passed and it's like the timeliness issue is just a It's frustrating because, of course, you know we've talked about it, um, and and you know for the listener too. I mean, I'm not sure anyone's interested in listening to two guys talk about a TV show that was on two weeks ago or whatever. But the only show. But I figured, uh, you know, I while you've been learning guitar, I've been doing what I normally do, which is just obsessing over TV. And now that I have Hulu, I watch. Uh, You know, three hours of TV every night, plus another two hours of of stuff that aired the night before that I didn't get to uh, on Hulu. Well, don't get me wrong. I've I've been watching a lot of TV as well. I
0: mean, Dirk Gently's back. Uh, Ray Donovan is back. American Horror Story. Uh, Stranger Things. I've been watching that. Yeah. um, Yeah, American Horror Story. Cult. Oh, my God. Wow. Very intense this year. I want blue-haired
1: guy inside me. (laughs)
0: <laughs> is it blue or green? <laughs> I guess it is blue.
1: It's blue. Okay. Oh, uh, okay. he's so pretty. Oh my god. I've, <laughs> I I don't know what it is. You know, I've never I've never watched any of the American Horror Stories. Uh-huh. So this is my first season, and I only watched oh. it because it was going to have stuff of like so, uh, you know I wasn't sure what it was going to be it was supposed to be about, possibly about Trump and and uh, Clinton election, which has been a real minor part of what it is to a certain degree at the same time. I guess it it was kind of the jumping off point for
0: this series more than anything. And then it went off in, you know, its own interesting way.
1: Yes. Right. So I haven't seen him before. So of course I've never seen this guy, Evan Peters, who plays the main character, Kai. Uh-huh. before that I've that I can remember seeing him in a movie or anything and I don't know what it is I mean he's an attractive man but the the just the whole package the blue hair the clothes <laughs> he wears uh-huh the way he ta- I mean of course he's playing kind of a megalomaniac alpha male which is kind of hot um I mean just <laughs> everything about him just makes me melt I'm just like I love okay. this person
0: right well and- that, that
1: actor has been in you
0: know other seasons oh, yeah. of this I'm, show oh, yeah
1: so, I'm gonna have to go back and watch all of them.
0: Uh you probably should. Except yeah. except for the um um the shitty one. The <laughs>
1: the Roanoke?
0: The Roanoke one. Oh my god, horrible. Couldn't stand yeah. it. Yeah. The worst If he's in it, I think one.
1: I can muddle through <laughs> but, yeah. but um Well,
0: maybe. Yeah.
1: I just yeah, I just you know, it's really interesting because he plays because for me, you know. Being, he's so attractive and, and interesting, but it's just like, it's pretty easy for me to go, yeah, I think I can see why, you know, I might do anything he said to. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know, I,
0: mean, I mean, the character himself is horrible. He's a horrible oh, human yeah, being. a horrible person. But... Uh, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from though, sure. I
1: mean, yeah, he's very you know, they talk about like, you know, people in cults who do things that they they don't know how, you know, when mm-hmm. it's all over if if they're still alive, they're like, I, I don't know how I got kind of seduced into doing this. I don't know, you know, I kinda lost my mind and he and the the cult leader was so you know, like Jim Jones. These people drank Kool Aid for that guy. Exactly. You know, and it's like right. you know, there's there's something there that led them to that. to follow him it's charisma
0: the you know the whole concept the cult of personality you know that leads to an actual cult
1: in this case right right? and that's what makes it for me it's just real easy to see with this this kai character because of course he stands for everything i hate of course but you know he's just uh so you know and he's sexually ambiguous he's just got all these Mm -hmm. things going on that you're just like oh my god i See so easily how someone could be seduced into his his right. control.
0: Did you see the the flashback on the latest episode where was, they went to this place called I don't know Horror House or something? And yes, he, he actually you know saves some people. You know, so it's like you know his early days. He he you know he kind of you know maybe wanted to be like a social justice warrior, but somehow that got warped into. What you know is going on, you know, in the present. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, right.
1: Um, which, because I, you know, you have to understand why his sister was kind of seduced under his spell too. Because mm-hmm. uh, now they're politically opposite, but at that time they were both kind of politically in the same uh, uh, arena. You know, they were they were similar in their thoughts and and what mm-hmm. they wanted to do, and so it makes perfect sense that he could. I seduce is such a terrible word to use when you're talking about his sister, but it's been kind of weird anyway on that show. But, you know, you could see why she fell under his spell, too, because, yeah, who wouldn't follow him after that, True. you know?
0: Well, good point. Yeah, after after doing such a, a, a noble thing, um, you know, years ago, uh, of course, this latest episode where he's, you know, he's he wants to um, uh, create... Uh, a messiah <laughs> yes and so he wants is, to get the gay gay police officer to impregnate her while he is entering the police officer from behind yes. so but like fi- a, finally
1: his a, sister calls bullshit <laughs> yeah it was such a wonderful kind of almost spoof of handmaid's tale you know it was very uh. it was very much in that kind of thought thing and i just thought okay mm. this is like a spoof without being it's like not a spoof it's not an homage but it's definitely a, a, a kind of a reaction to that or whatever you want to say i just thought very subtle but very interesting all right
0: kind um, of trying to be topical in a way and yeah
1: this season above
0: all seasons is definitely has its finger on the pulse of what's going on in america and how People are seduced by these, you know, charismatic or, you know, not, or, you know, uh, s- seduced by certain ideas. Uh, and that's certainly what's going on in uh, our country today. So I think it, it, Definitely is tapping into some zeitgeist that's uh, going on.
1: Absolutely, I think so too. I think it's really interesting. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and the whole Andy Warhol, Valerie Solanas thing they did a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, that episode was awesome. Yeah, totally. You know, totally something I'm interested in because uh, I'm such a big Warhol freak. I thought that was really great. Lena Dunham was really great in that episode, and mm-hmm. and Evan Peters as as Warhol was amazing. I want a whole movie of that yeah no kidding i mean
0: that was a very good interpretation probably yeah. better, better than most we've seen
1: yeah i think him and bowie are two of the best that have done him that have done warhol on screen and really pulled it off yes exactly um so, but cool. anyway we went down a slippery slope here okay. on america but, <laughs> uh, story, but
0: right but we were talking about you know tv shows that have rebooted now stranger things on uh, uh netflix just you know, dumped all these new episodes uh, yeah, on us. Yeah.
1: So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to figure out how to see that because I don't have Netflix. Right, right. Okay. Um, I sent my nephew a, a text just yesterday and I said, all right. You can watch Stranger Things 2 without me, mm. but uh, you have to promise me that when the OA 2 comes out, which supposedly there's supposed to be another season of the OA, right? that, yeah. that you'll wait till we can see it together, because for me, mm. the OA blew Stranger Things out of the water. I liked Stranger Things. I loved the OA. Right. Yeah. The OA is something I don't think you've
0: ever seen before, uh, you know... Uh, Whereas Stranger Things is derivative of so many other child adventure stories. It pays homage to a lot of those, you know.
1: Yeah, it's definitely homage and certainly I liked it and um, I want to see season two but the OA was so unique and I know there are some people that when it gets to the end of the OA they it, it they lose they don't care for where it goes um, well
0: yeah i mean it's it's you know it's it's a it's a stretch but it's still in in my case makes me hunger for more of the story
1: yeah see, i loved what's... that
0: you know what's really going on is she insane and has made all this up or you know is it real and i guess at the end of the last season it was like oh okay well she knew something obviously she wasn't just crazy or feigning craziness or or whatever and made this whole story up of you know um, or at least that's the way it appears at the end of season 1 right right
1: cuz it's it's like uh it, cuz certainly if she was if she was uh, able to see the future and see what happened, mm-hmm. she'd come up with a better plan than a synchronized movement, but... <laughs> but 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 it was that
0: synchronized movement that but it works. distracted yeah. the the gunman, you know, right. en- enough to, of course, you know, then she just happens to show up outside and gets kill- uh, shot,
1: so that, right.
0: that you know, if, if you'd seen the future, why would you be standing outside in
1: the line of fire? Right, but, there's that, too. Oh, well. I... <laughs> yeah, I just thought you know, f- it it was so unique and so interesting, and then to mm-hmm. to take it to where it took it, uh, which I didn't see coming, was so interesting and unique. I just loved. Uh, there was just everything about it. I loved that the one, like one of the people that she's that's following her is the teacher whose brother has just died. You know, the rest of them are right. all kids except for this one teacher. Yes, and you know, and the and the main boy that follows her who kind of is a, a homophobe and an asshole yes and yet and yet you kind of you know you still kind of root for him and care about him even oh, though
0: definitely you want to see him grow and expand as a person and not be this right angry kid forever you know
1: right mm-hmm. but you're not sure really even at the end how far he's come if he's you know
0: yeah yeah
1: I just – I loved the characters. I loved the story. It was totally unlike anything else I'd ever seen. I was fascinated by it and – um Agreed. You know, I just loved it. it you know, it's just like, like- – there are people who like Star Wars, and there are people who who like other science fiction things. That, you know, mm-hmm. there are people who like Stranger Things, and I get it, and I like it too, and I'm I'll watch it. But the O.A. for me was like, you know, that's my Godfather, or whatever. You know, yeah, that's my I get one you. of my penultimate ultimate things. Yeah, I I think the O.A. kind of
0: tickles your brain, kind of the way Twin Peaks tickles your brain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's very unusual and unexpected and unlike other things. Right. And yeah, I really dug it. Mm. So, um I was and I was, so when we were talking a minute ago about like trying to find things that uh shows that are as as good as Twin Peaks, which nothing could ever be, but even come close. Yeah. Um the other one It's like I watch it every week. I really don't know what the fuck is going on. Is Mr. Robot? I love Mr. Robot, but I I am it. It's like totally. I don't know what's going on half the time. Hmm. Okay. So you've been watching it from the beginning? I have. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, but that's part of it too is it's been on I think this is season 3. So, wow. the, you know, and there's only 10 episodes each season, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a few more. Maybe there's 12. But it's been so long since season 2 ended that I don't even remember exactly uh, where what happened, where it ended, what was going on. Yeah. Well, is I, there,
0: can you rewatch it somewhere?
1: I I yeah. Um okay. I don't know I don't think it's on Hulu. I, I could be wrong. All right. Um but it's definitely one that I think would be way, way better to watch uh in a in a binge watching kind of thing to keep because there's a lot of characters and uh, a lot uh, of confusing things to keep up with. Right. And a lot of high tech talk. Yeah, a lot of things that, you know, that I don't know, you know, I like one mm. of the things they talked about is a, a femtocell. I don't know if you've ever heard of a femtocell. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's it's, it's a- one of the things they talk about. Uh-huh. And I thought it was a made up thing, but I googled it and know it's a real thing. It's, I think it's some kind of device or something. I can't even remember. Hmm. But it sounds so weird. Femtocell. Wow. Okay. What
0: is a femtocell? Yeah. Is it so, like a nanobot? I don't
1: remember. I, I Wikipedia'd it. <laughs> okay. But I don't remember.
0: All right. Well, but it has
1: something to do with hacking or computers or something that, you know. All right. I, I know Mr. Robot is a show that people who are into computers and consider themselves hackers or whatever really yeah. dig. Um. And it's certainly hmm. got it's got political stuff going on this season about Trump too. Oh, okay.
0: Well, that w- just
1: kind of in the background,
0: right? Well, you you would think it would have to, you know, kind of stay up with current events in that regard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. It's, it's, yeah. It's it's an interesting show. Okay. I
0: keep telling myself, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start watching Mr. Robot from the beginning. You know, if I can find it somewhere and
1: it, i don't know it might be on it uh, might serve it might you just Netflix. to i don't know it might serve you just to wait until it it's done oh. and
0: <laughs> right and then watch just, it all at once yes spend an entire week watching mr robot yeah episode. exactly <laughs> so. right so anyway other shows that have started up riverdale is restarted again i don't yep. know if you've been have you been watching it
1: oh hell's yeah
0: okay it's it's kind of cool. You've got this uh, serial killer on the loose now, um, going after Archie and his family and friends, apparently. Um, and, yeah. And, and Archie starting his own little crypto-fascist uh, organization to uh, protect the town.
1: Um, <laughs> yes, that seems... The Red Circle. Mm-hmm. It seems to be exactly what Hiram uh, Lodge wanted him to do. Yeah. Like, why, I don't know, but yeah really Mm -hmm. interesting
0: Yeah, maybe at some point in time Hiram wants to somehow uh become the leader of the red circle and start his own little you know fiefdom or
1: yeah I don't know where it's going exactly but I really am enjoying it it's really interesting and and again kind of different um yeah um I got a little mad at this last episode because they had Kevin Keller going into the woods to meet dudes and I'm like you know come on it's not 1970 gay guys don't go in i mean they still do in some places i guess it just seemed typical and stereotypical and kind of uh yeah. something that people could say shitty things about like well you I, know.
0: I think they're trying to create a, a kevin keller story arc you know besides just being you know guy who pals around with you know right
1: the gay guy who's their friend yeah
0: right so they're um, so you know you, you got to appreciate it, I guess, from that point of view, maybe. Well,
1: I really like that, you know, I mean, because, too, what's interesting about Riverdale is although it appears to be set in modern day, mm-hmm. they're they're not on their phones a lot like kids that age would be, you know, so it's like Kevin Keller can't really go on Grinder. He's going to go, he's going to go in the woods like they did before cell phones, I guess, <laughs> you know. Right. Uh, is part is part of it I, I i you know maybe that was part of the thinking but it's because the time w- w- you know what what year is this on riverdale is oh i see Mm mm-hmm. mhm it's right. kind of hard to pin down. It's like it's some sort of alternative universe. Um Oh, definitely. So yes. It's, it's really interesting what they've done. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, that's that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it is an alternative universe.
0: It's the it's the world of comic books. Yes. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah. Okay. There's
1: a bunch of other shows. Uh-huh. Oh. Uh, that I uh, well, we also didn't talk about This Is Us, which has been amazing. Right? Yeah, it's been good. Um I'm a little bit
0: disappointed with the Kevin. I'm addicted to painkillers. Arc. I'm a little bit disappointed in that one. It's a little typical. Because yeah, that's so formulaic, um, you know. But every everything else, every other storyline there is is great. Uh, I
1: I mean, I think what's interesting about the the um, Kevin painkillers one is Mm. if they can tie that into the history of Jack's alcoholism. Oh right, you know if that. Okay. You know, because he's definitely I really was thought it was interesting when Kevin and uh the girl, I can't remember her name now. His sister, his girlfriend? Yeah. That he's, No, the sister. Oh, the sister, yes. Uh Kate. Yeah. When Kevin and Kate are talking about the dad and and Kevin really can't handle it. He's he's obviously not mm-hmm. he, you know, he says he's okay about it. He's obviously not. Right? He's put so,
0: yeah, he's pushing down his feelings uh About, you know, yeah, his father's death and how much that has actually affected his present-day life. And, yeah, so
1: we're going to get there eventually, I'm sure. Right. I think that's what's interesting about it. If they can tie that into him having to deal with his dad, Uh that could be interesting.
0: Right. And, uh, oh, another thing that they've just opened the door on was, you know, Jack— and his vietnam experience and apparently he had a brother who very possibly died in vietnam as well
1: right yeah that was really interesting too an unexpected mm-hmm. twist i'm right. i'm a little not scared but you know they always <laughs> there always has to be a twist on this is us yeah true and and at a certain point that can become too much too
0: Okay, all of a sudden all of a sudden the twist becomes the formula. <laughs> I mean, that's kind
1: of like the uh-huh. M night Shyamalan problem, Sha- you know. Shyamalama
0: ding dong.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh-huh. kind of that
0: that issue. So Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, it's like you 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 become to expect it after a while. Right, yeah, and then okay. it becomes
1: expected and then it becomes harder and harder to surprise people conv- and then do things that are conv- surprising and uh convincingly true mm-hmm. and you know so oh yeah exactly you know
0: what i mean right yeah i do um
1: so besides
0: this is us um oh i also wanted to talk about probably the best comedy drama on television right now better things
1: oh i love that show
0: with pamela adlon and i guess uh, louis ck is the writer and uh,
1: well no she wrote it although he wrote some of it with her
0: well, the last episode I saw was written by Lewis C.K. and directed by Pamela. But anyway, it's a collaboration between the two. And yes. uh, sometimes one directs and the other writes or they write together or, you know.
1: Yeah, this season every... she directed all the episodes. On the first season, I know he, I think he directed some with her. But I know this season they said she directed all the episodes, although he wrote some with her. Or I guess maybe wrote some on his own, too. Hmm. Yeah. What a, What a great show. I mean... God, I love that show. The only thing I don't like about it, it's only 30
0: minutes long each episode.
1: I know. <laughs> I I watched, uh, I tried to get Nephew to watch it. I think when we were in California, we watched it because Nephew brought Roku. And we yeah. it was on one night, we were there, and we watched it on, on demand. And he just doesn't care for it. And I guess it's a hard, I mean, he's kind of picky about stuff he watches too. And maybe you need to be a little older or something, but... Uh, I, I don't know how anyone could watch that show and not just be like this is the greatest fucking thing I ever saw in my <laughs> life. She's yes. so good. It's so You saw the one a couple episodes ago where it starts with her teaching an acting class? Oh, I love that one. I was one. just like, yeah. "Oh, that's I mean, she just dropped 10 minutes of anyone who wants to be an actor, here's 10 minutes of everything you need to be a good actor." Oh, I know. After that scene,
0: I was like, "Oh my god. That that yeah, she just condensed all of every you know <laughs> acting style in in yeah into that small time frame yeah. so it's like, even though the episode is only 30 minutes long they pack so much valuable information into that 30 minutes it's it, not a lot of filler in there it's just like bam 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 ideas concepts things that make you think and ponder uh it, it may be a comedy yeah. but it it's
1: it's it's, it's so deep. much more than that i mean it's very much you know very very similar in style and feel to the louis ck's show louis um yeah. which pamela adlon was on that show and was a was a writer on that show as well and acted on it as well oh, um yeah and she was great in that in, she, in yeah, great show, in that. yeah for sure <laughs> so it's very much that same feel but yet it's its own thing because There's so many interesting things going on. I mean, it's not only does it kind of have a continuing storyline, although it's very loose. You know, there are things that are going on, like this season. Her mom is getting kind of nutty.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. She definitely has having issues, pissing in bookstores, and losing her her car and various other weird things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do what? Yeah. Stealing rings and stuff. Oh, that's right. She got fired from the museum for stealing some some shit from an Egyptian exhibition or something. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you know, that's kind of a continuing storyline where you feel like, you know, th- things are going to happen in the future based on these things happening now. But right. it's it's also very much where just like there's that 10 minutes of the acting class that really has nothing to do. I mean, that segment is a little bit about how she's an actress and... and. Right. Because they do that scene, they do the scene where she's in the car with the guy and has to keep doing the scene over and over. And then yes. they do, do the thing with the daughters where, you know, they, they do the fake funeral for her. Right. Um, but uh, that, was, that was, yeah, because she in
0: her professional life is very much appreciated and revered. And she goes home and she feels like, you know, nobody appreciates her or gives a shit about her. And so is that – that contrast between you know professional and private life that was so cool and how yeah I, then by the end you know you're practically crying
1: yes it's done so well mm-hmm. and, and i mean and then there are the things that are haven't really been talked about too much yet the you know the thing with the middle daughter who's obviously well not obviously but who's probably going to deal with some transgender issues at some point yeah yeah um Mm-hmm. Which they, they haven't really said out loud. There was one scene last year where the daughter got in trouble for going to the boys' room in the school, and she told her mom she just didn't like—did you see that one? Uh, yeah, I've seen every episode, but yeah, yeah I, I yeah. vaguely remember what you're talking about, yes. Yeah, she told, she told the mom that she didn't like going in the bathroom because girls were gross and they— one of them stuck their finger in the other one's vagina in there. Some crazy shit was supposedly going on there. And that's why she wanted to use a boy's room. Because mm-hmm. the girl's room was just, you know, ucky or whatever. Mm-hmm. And can kind of convince the mom that that was the reason. And then the older daughter, when the mom kind of told her that, was like, no, mom, that's not what it is. She she's thinks she's a boy. She wants, <laughs> you know, she's... and And so, you yeah. know, that's really all they've said about it. Right. Well, you know, of course
0: they're they're all named after men. I mean, she's the middle child is Frankie, and uh, there's uh, the, the youngest one. I don't know what I can't remember. Her name
1: was. is they call her Bug, but her name is um, oh, it's going to kill me. <laughs> I, it starts with a J, I think. Um, yes. But yeah, they all have men's names. I mean, she does too. Her name is Sam. Yes, there's Frankie. <sighs> I don't remember the other two. It's crazy, <laughs> right? Mo and um, Larry, and Larry, I think is the yeah. The two. I think it's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> but it's just a great show. One of those shows that you know, uh, I I feel like people don't know it's there, mm-hmm. and and there are just some people who who kind of watch it and go, I don't know what this is, and then don't give it a chance, right? You know, I I, you know, this is I, I'm this is so elitist and assholy, but I I think if you're a dumb person, you you won't like it. You know, it's too it's too smart for a lot of people. I think
0: very likely. I mean, and plus it's it's very female centric. I mean, the majority of the characters are female, and and uh, follows a single mother raising three girls and dealing with her mother who lives next door. So right, yeah. Her best friend's a gay
1: guy. So right, so, yeah, um... yeah. It's just an interesting show. Well done, and and well and written. Unique, another unique show.
0: Yeah, well written, well directed, well acted.
1: Yeah, there's
0: nothing not to to dislike. Nothing not to dislike. Okay, yes. like <laughs> a double negative, but all right.
1: <laughs> I think you mean nothing to not. There's nothing not to like, right? No,
0: no. if you say nothing not to like. Oh, yeah, maybe you're right. Okay. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, think, that's a double I yes, think you did a triple right. negative, actually. There,
1: there's nothing not to dislike.
0: <laughs> there's there's nothing to dislike. It means, right. means yeah. there's everything to like. There's everything to like, yes.
1: Everything to like on that show, yes. Yes, that's what I mean. Um, and so, yeah. Um, there's a couple other shows now that we're into this, even though we weren't sure we were going to do it. I know. But do you watch The Mick on Fox? No, I do not. Oh my god, dude. You know it's the girl. Do you have you ever watched um It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? I've seen a few episodes of that, yes. And it's hilarious. I like that show, but I don't love it. Uh huh. So the Mick is the girl from "It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia," the blonde girl. Her I can't even remember what her real name is. Um. Okay. And she plays this woman who is. Uh, she goes to visit her sister. Her sister's married to a rich guy. They live in a mansion. Um, turns out the the sister and her husband have been embezzling, and so they go on the lamb and leave her to take care of the three spoiled rich kids. Oh shit! And she, okay. And she's kind of a. She's kind of plays the same character she does on uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia. She's very kind of lowbrow, m- brassy, you know. Okay. And, but street smart kind of thing. Sure. And it's just it's another one of those shows that there are some things that happen that are so wrong, you know, like like she'll she'll deal with the kids and their problems kind of in inappropriate ways, but yet at the same time she's doing what's best for them and and you hmm. know. Okay. Sometimes she's doing it because it's what's best for her, but it's also kind of what's, you know, I mean, it's like a lot of times it's like her motivations are horrible. Mm -hmm. And she has a boyfriend that uh, stays with her, and he's kind of just like her. He's kind of a piece of shit. But yet he's not. He's a nice guy, too. And he deals with all her shit, and she treats him like dirt. And then there's the maid who worked for the family when they were just rich, and now she's kind of more like a friend. Oh, okay. it's this large Hispanic woman. I, I don't know what country she's from, but she's fucking hilarious. And so, like, her and the maid will, like, do coke, and then oh, stuff will shit. happen with the... I mean, it's just so, <laughs> like, it's so inappropriate in some ways, and yet... But everything works out in
0: the end.
1: In 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 the completely fucked up way, everything somehow works out. It's really well written, because you like her and yet and and everything works out and you know the kids are shitty so they deserve kind of to be treated shitty but they learn kind of learn something along the way. Wow. I don't know. It's really it's really done well. Is, I just fucking love it. I think it, it's hmm. one of the funniest shows on TV.
0: Is it like an R-rated version of Gilligan's Island?
1: It's almost <laughs> It kind of is. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, because it's like an You think
0: Gilligan R- has fucked everything up but by the end everything works out great.
1: Exactly. Yes. <laughs> it's almost like that. It's that's one of my favorite shows. And it comes on okay. at the same why hmm. you probably haven't seen it is no. on Tuesday night. It's fucking this is us, American Horror Story, mm. uh, and the Mick all come on at the same time. Oh, okay, I see. Now, and is is she Irish? No, her name is Mickey. Oh, okay has nothing and to do so, with her being Irish. That, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's why they call her the Mick. Although she may be supposedly Irish, I don't know. Okay. Um yeah. but it's a good show. And then the yeah. other show, oh, there's two others. Um <laughs> uh have you watched The Orville? Uh oh the the,
0: the, the yeah, the uh, science fiction thing. No, I have not seen yeah, I haven't seen any of it. Uh, it's worth
1: great. It? Is it?
0: Okay. I've
1: it's heard, it's okay. It's I, not the greatest thing you'll ever see in your life. I've but heard,
0: uh, yeah, I've heard mixed reviews,
1: so I was yeah. holding off. I could see why people might not like it, and those mm-hmm. people are wrong. Um, okay. Because, because it's like it's it's like Star Trek, right? But but with humor in it, and some of the humor is very much Seth MacFarlane lowbrow Humor. Oh. Well, okay that that's that's good. I like his lowbrow humor sometimes. I do too. And and certainly there are jokes that don't work or that seem silly. But mm-hmm. but the stories are actually good science fiction stories, very much in the vein of the original Star Trek.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay.
1: So they're serious at times. They're very serious with a serious plot going on. Um, so for, so the tone is really odd because it's actually like a Star Trek episode with the whole plot and morals and, and things that are going on in the story. Yeah. And at the same time, they'll throw in some of these kind of goofy jokes. Interesting. <laughs> you know?
0: Okay. Yeah. So it's kind of playing with the genre.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like there's a scene where there's a sh- there's an episode where Seth MacFarlane and another guy who's on uh, uh, in his crew on the ship mm. and their friends they have to go onto this um, alien ship and try and and um th- these aliens are very obsessed with their wh- what is their bible it's called something else but basically it's their religion and their bible their all their motivations are are built around that so okay. the the federation although they call it the union i think on the show decides that if they had a copy of this book they would know much better how to deal with these this alien race that's kind of in a war with them okay so they go on the ship incognito. They have some kind of cloaking device that makes them look like one of the of the other of that alien species so they fit in but they're they're right. obviously on a ship and and the you know they're pretending that they 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 come in on a, a shuttle and pretend they uh, got lost or something. Anyway, long story short, I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> long story when they longer. Get on,
0: <laughs> okay. Go ahead. When
1: they get on the ship, they tell the guys that their names are Chris and Devon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> when all these aliens have names like, you know, Cravoy and, you know, real alien sounding <laughs> <have any> names. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, you know, which is totally hilarious and totally, but yet. Kind of feasible, could work, and uh, you know, just goofy shit like that that happens.
0: Okay, and, hmm. all right. You've talked me into uh, checking out the Orville.
1: It's yeah, it's really, it's I really think it's. Uh, I mean, I love it. it. What sucks is it's also on on Thursday night at the same time as fucking Project Runway mm-hmm. and Will and Grace. Uh, so yeah. I never get to see it when it comes on. I always have to see it on Hulu. Okay.
0: Well, thank goodness for Hulu then. All
1: right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm really I'm really finding my Hulu to be money well spent. Okay. Good. So of course Walking
0: Dead has started up again.
1: Yeah. The first the first couple episodes were really are really good. Yep. Yep. They're interesting. I I, I liked Fear the Walking Dead too. I think Fear the Walking Dead totally redeemed itself and became really great this season.
0: Right, I I was a little angry with the fact that they let um, that uh, the crazy son live as long as he did after all the bullshit he pulled. But see, I'm uh, just the
1: opposite. I'm fucking furious that they killed him before him and Nick kissed. Ha! <laughs> you asshole. That's all you care
0: about. <laughs> That's all you care about when you're watching some TVs and it's a well, it's a thought. Pr- Nick, cute really young boy.
1: Helped. I thought <laughs> Nick really helped um, Troy turn turn around who he was and I thought the influence of Nick could have could have totally was starting to redeem Troy as a person. Was gonna salvage him as a person and then the mom just kills him. I'm like, wait a minute, he's back on the path. I know,
0: but he was irredeemable at that point. He had already murdered that one family that had decided to leave the farm and then he brought an entire horde of uh of infected onto the farm that ended up you know ended up with the deaths of most of the people on the farm, except for our, uh, uh our, you know, fearless uh, small group that showed up. So, right.
2: The he kind of
0: yeah, he'd be, he he had already become irredeemable and there was nothing that he could do that would, you know, truly redeem anything at this point. Well, um, he had pretty eyes and shit, so <laughs> oh, well, I know. Okay. If you look at it, he... from that perspective, I can understand your disappointment. Yes.
1: All he, all he needed was blue hair and I would want him inside me. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, okay but i you know i really thought i mean i thought that was i thought the whole thing with him and nick was very interesting with with was with you you know nick kind of doing some drugs again oh yeah they went on their
0: drug-fueled romp uh stoned out on a zombie brainstem that was so weird
1: like and i i guess if they weren't gonna, if they didn't fuck then, they probably weren't gonna fuck, but... <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I just thought it was really, I was really starting to think Nick can turn Troy around and turn him into a good person, and at the same time, Troy might fuck him up a little bit to where, mm. you know, I just thought that was a super mm-hmm. interesting and compelling dynamic between the two of them, and and then she kills him, and I was like, oh, right.
0: Well, of course, next season, that's going to be a wedge that's uh, driven... Between the two of them, well, it's already driven a wedge between the two of them because absolutely, you know, yeah, right. So you know, we'll have to see how that works out, and if their relationship is even you know repairable at this point.
1: Right. I think yeah. I I certainly think the show totally turned itself around after uh, you know season two was pretty horrible, mm-hmm. and uh, it you know they brought back Daniel, which was super smart. Yes. Um and, yeah. and all the things that kind of happened there, they really did. I mean, I like Travis, but I think the show's way better without his character um it it got kind of more gritty and real and and interesting,
0: yeah, well, I mean, the real hero main character of Fear the Walking Dead is mm. Madison, so yeah, with him around, she would always kind of be held back or so it seems so now with him gone yeah she is she is the badass of the show she is the rick of fear of the walking dead you know
1: yeah i, I think so too yeah and and i'm cool with that um because i think her story is compelling but yeah. they just got to keep putting compelling characters around her um oh absolutely yeah she's like the anchor
0: that other, the other characters orbit around but yeah they yeah. have they they need to be there; otherwise, it would be boring if it was just about her.
1: Yeah, sure. I agree. Yeah, yeah so I thought it was really good, and then I'm really, you know, of course, now we're getting to the the heart and grit of Negan and and his story on Walking Dead. Yep, and they cannot kill him soon enough for me. <laughs> well, I, I think just I th- can't stand yeah. him. I think in the comic book
0: they never did kill him as far as i know i think they imprisoned him or something but who knows what's going to happen with the show cuz we know the show is you know never fully follows what the comic book ever did so you know
1: yeah we'll I see like, um, I i i just um i was like come on um Rick, take the fucking shot you he, know
0: he could have easily he was standing out in the open any right. ca- any carefully placed Sniper or just <laughs> any idiot with a gun just pointing it in his general direction would have hit him.
1: Yeah, I I don't know if what happened was that... I, I think whoever sh- whoever directed that episode and produced it and all that they needed to make it seem more obvious that it was difficult for rick to shoot him it seemed like he was right there and could have just shot him anytime right. so it became totally unbelievable the way it looked on tv the way it was edited yeah M- maybe it was meant to look as if rick was further away and had less of a shot maybe oh. but it looked like they were 20 yards away from each other <laughs> yeah so it was either uh, either written poorly or filmed poorly because mm-hmm. um, if that was the true intention that he was that close then it's just stupid that he doesn't kill him right. and if, if the intention was that he was so far that it would have been difficult to do mm-hmm. um, they didn't they didn't make that seem right or, the way or, it was laid out yeah or maybe the maybe the whole point they're
0: trying to get across is it's really not you know Negan is not just one person at this point you know cuz they all claim to be negan you know in the sense right. that they're all of the same mind and so yes you can kill one person but you still got you know hundreds of others that are still of that same mindset so you know it's going to be more than yeah just taking out the the main leader even though i it would probably have more impact than you know anybody would think i would think you know personally right, i think yeah. the the whole organization would collapse without him or also the other guy with the 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 balding guy with the uh uh the, the handlebar mustache whatever I can't remember what his name is um his oh his, yeah his number yeah. two man
1: yeah. yeah I can't think what his name is either he's really yeah. dislikable
0: too right I'm thinking um, if you took both of those guys out that the rest of the organization would collapse but right I think
1: so too I mean I yeah. think definitely you take those two guys out then then yeah you that's that should be the objective um yeah Hmm. Uh, but I, you know, I think it's, I mean, certainly interesting that, that Dwayne, is it Dwayne that's helping them? Dwight, Dwight that's helping them. Yeah. And, and, you know, but here's the other thing. I was like, okay, we've, you know, they've, they've been on hiatus. They've, you know, we've been between seasons here. Now this is the start of a new season. Yeah. Is it Negan and his guys coming to, to the, The place where um, Alexandria every few days and making them get things. Where'd they get all these cars and the fucking tin and all the bullets and shit? Where'd all that shit come
0: from? (laughs) I don't know. Maybe that looked like they just had leftover fencing material, you know, like the the big fence that's around Alexandria. It just looks like they had, you know, leftovers from that construction project.
1: Right, yeah, we had no, you know... I was like, okay, logistically, how did we get here? You know, you just have to believe that Rick and them pulled it all together and were able to do that. Um, Right. Which is kind of. Yeah. Obviously, some time has passed. Right. Uh, You
0: know, we don't know how how long. A few months, maybe. Who knows? I
1: mean, Maggie's still pregnant, so it can't be that long.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, she would be showing at this point. Because yeah, she claimed to only about, be like two months pregnant, you
1: know. Well, she said something about going into the third trimester, so I guess she's supposed to be around six months, maybe. I don't know. Oh, um, okay. So, so when do you start showing? I mean, usually they women start showing. I think around the fifth or sixth month. Like, I could be wrong. Okay. I, no. I'm a gay guy. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know either. <laughs> that's, that sounds right.
0: You know. Okay. So
1: I, I was just like, yeah, that's kind of. If you really think about it, it's like, wait a minute how they How'd they do all this when he's supposedly on their ass all the time mm-hmm. and and you know and then they have all these guns and ammunition where the you know because didn't Jadis and her group, who was supposed to help them get all that stuff uh, um didn't she betray him uh, and yeah, and where the where is she now
0: well they once the the whole zombie out of the coffin thing happened, the people of Alexandria got the upper hand and chased. Off Jadis and her crew, they kind of snuck away into the, you know, they threw down a bunch of smoke bombs and escaped in the uh, confusion. And, uh, of course, I guess Negan and his crew were were sent packing too and on the run. And I guess that's probably when the, you know, the monthly visits or weekly visits from um, the sanctuary to Alexandria stopped, I imagine. So in the interim period, that's when, you know, I guess Rick and company um, started building their little battle tanks or their
1: little uh, Mad Max cars. Right, yeah. Well, maybe, I guess that makes sense. I can kind of see that. Um, this is That's the thing that really frustrates me, and I'm not very good at it. It's just like uh-huh. before Mr. Robot started this season, I was like, I really need to go back and watch a few episodes of it if I can mm-hmm. to remind me of what happened. And, and same thing with Walking Dead. Sometimes, you know, you'll have months between seasons and, and you're— You're like I don't remember exactly what happened at the end of the last one. I'd forgotten about a lot of that. So
0: oh oh, yeah, and also King King, what's his name? And his tiger showed up, you know, right before Carl got his head smashed in. That was that was the big turning point. Yes.
1: Uh, Oh yeah, and and, uh, Carl's starting to try and grow facial hair now, so it's over. Um, I didn't see any facial hair. He had a little bit of scruff. He's trying to okay. Show he has, some, uh, he has some facial pubes. Yeah. Okay. They're they're not... It's not much. Right. But I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Charles, he's really an odd-looking... I mean, he kind of shot up and got tall. Right. And he's super skinny. And, of course, he's... You know, in the show, he's wearing a eye patch and looks kind of fucked up anyway. But I was like, man, right. that kid got tall. Yeah.
0: Oh, definitely. The long black hair, too. Yeah, his hair's gotten even longer. Yeah, so... And his, his dad's um, hat almost fits him now. I
1: know, right? It's crazy. <laughs> right. So, yeah, but he, yeah, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm excited to see where it goes. I, I really um, and truthfully hope they kill Negan soon. I, I The dude, the end of the last episode where, where father... Mm-hmm. Father Gabriel goes in the house, and Negan's in there in the dark, and he's like, you got your shitting pants on? I yeah. just, I would kill him myself if he was in the room with me. Right. I would just yeah. strangle the life out of him. He's such a, mm-hmm. uh, just like the, the most poorly written dialogue. Just like, oh. Yeah, that was. I hate that You got that your shit. shitting pants on, because you're going to shit your pants. Your pants. doy. to doy. Yeah. You know, it's. It's like, you know, my dad is more interesting than that guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, Negan's kind of a one trick pony when it
0: comes to yeah. humor. It's always got to do with taking dumps.
1: Yeah. And that, oh, kind of blah, but a blah kind of talk that he does. I just <laughs> fucking, okay. fucking hate him. Hate that character. Yeah. So, so, you know, I mean, the good the thing I, when I was watching this first couple episodes, I was like, uh-huh. oh, you know what? you hate him so much, this building to taking him down definitely gets you excited about it because you want to see him go down. That Oh, absolutely.
0: Well... At some point, he becomes two dimensional, you know, in that regard. As far as a villain goes, yeah. So, of course, I guess in past seasons when he was nice to Carl, though he was showing a little bit of three dimensionality. But now wanted
1: to get in that eye socket, you know. Yeah, that's probably Um, what it was. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, there's been times where he's been interesting, but overall, you just, you know right uh the the shtick that jeffrey dean morgan does Mm -hmm. playing negan doing his shtick is just cringeworthy right but
0: in the after shows the fans are just lapping it up
1: they love him and i cannot and there are women who think and probably men too who think he's some kind of gorgeous guy Uh, he's the oh he's an unpleasant person who is not good looking i just don't get it i don't get anything About
0: it, he's kind of like Ray's brother on uh, Everybody Loves Raymond.
1: <laughs> oh, Deborah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah. There is only one other show I want to talk about, real briefly. Yeah, oh, because sure, it's a it's a, why not? We're here, okay. It's a wa- it is actually a watershed fucking moment in in LGBTQ history, okay? Fucking. Disney Channel, and it just was on tonight. The night we're recording this, Disney Channel had its first character that came out on a sh- Disney show. Really? I think huh. I think I think I've told you about this show, Andy Mac, that I like. It's just a dumb. It's not even dumb. It's just a Disney show. You know, it's just a it's a right. show for teenagers. Yeah, you you did tell me about Andy Mac. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I I you know it just I'm just, it just makes me happy. It's just a cute little show. Well, there's a character on there. Uh, that was like they were certainly leading up last season to the fact that he was probably going to be gay. But okay. it's a Disney Channel. You don't expect that to happen in a Disney Channel show. You well, you expect that maybe they hint around about it or, or maybe they don't say anything about it. And he's just that character. But he actually came out to one of his friends on the show. Hmm. And it was people are losing their shit because it's uh, just like a watershed moment. Okay. Well, I mean, they're kind of late to the party. I mean, but it's but it's Disney. I mean, Disney is very very not conservative, but they're it's certainly a subject they haven't broached very much on on Disney Channel shows.
0: Well true, but you know, cuz yeah. They're they're watching their bottom line and now they feel, you know, the time is safe to do right. that maybe and so
1: they're doing it. Well, they you know there's certainly backlash there's certainly those conservative parent type people that won't let their kids watch the show now and i'm sure there are some right. that will you know not let their kids watch any disney channel or whatever um but you know yeah the time was right you know uh-huh. and and so it was done really well the show is a great show it's a great show for kids because i think we talked about this last time andy mack is a is a girl Uh, and she's probably supposed to be about twelve or thirteen. She finds out that her, the person she thought was her mom is actually her grandma, and her older sister was her mom. Is her mom right? I remember you talking about it on a past episode. Right, you don't
0: need to recap.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean that's. That's kind of groundbreaking for a Disney Channel show. Plus, oh, there's the well, good point. Yeah. You know, that's groundbreaking. The mom is Asian, the the grandmother is Asian, the, the father's white and then actually her mom would be half Asian and her uh her biological father is white. Um so, you know, there's that, you know, uh culture cl- thing as well. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's it's already broke some ground for a for a Disney Channel show and so it just was a logical kind of thing for this show to do because it's about yeah. kind of talking about things that Disney Channel shows haven't really touched on before. Okay.
0: Well, all right. So that is yeah, it's definitely groundbreaking for Disney. So that's that's true. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, I cool. think it's, you know, it's awesome. All right. Well, I'm glad you like it. So it's a watershed moment, dude. It It is. It's a culturally historic moment. It really is. Hmm. Okay. So. No, you are right. Yeah. Of course,
0: I guess uh, Disney as a corporation, I thought was fairly, um, you know, gay friendly. They are, but. But as far as their entertainment, at least under the Disney brand, has been kind of quiet i guess that's
1: right like like um there i mean obviously with the people they hire and you know they've been very inclusive in their hiring policies um in their in their corporate culture that sort of thing right um you know and so but on you know i don't even know if a disney movie has had an openly gay character like, there's, there was one in an animated cartoon that came out a couple of years ago. I can't even remember what that cartoon was, but I don't think it was a Disney cartoon mm-hmm. where there was a gay character. So I don't think there's been a gay character, an openly gay character in a Disney animated movie. I could be wrong. Um, well, I think any
0: movie that they made that had risque topics, quote, unquote, uh, was usually under their touchstone. Was it touchstone? Oh, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. talking
1: about we're talking about disney stuff aimed at teenagers
0: or or tweens.
1: Right. That's um, what i'm saying. Like they it,
0: al- they always kind of separated off any movie made under the disney name away from controversial topics.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Um so yeah, you know, it, it's just kind of a it, it they hadn't done it, they needed to do it, they did it. But they did it on a show that's really great and perfect for doing it, and on a show that talks about diversity and and acceptance, and uh, you know that's kind of you know it's a it it's a funny show. I think it's funny, and it's it's a sweet show. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, and it, it seems like a
0: logical you know step then for the absolutely show to continue to break ground, you know, and bring yeah, I, I bring agree. the Disney name into the twenty first century.
1: Absolutely, yeah. so. I was, yeah, I just thought it was, it's, it's a really cool, and, you know, it's one of those shows that, it's a really great show, it's a great show for kids about friendship and, 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 and being nice and being inclusive, and, you know, but yet at the same time, it's a typical Disney kids show, you know, there's. And if you're not
0: careful, you just might learn
1: something. (laughs) exactly. Exactly. (laughs) There weren't no gay characters in Fat Albert's world. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe Reggie. I don't know. <laughs> Wasn't Reggie the rich kid?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if he's Reggie or yeah. I, uh, I hmm. Okay. <laughs> anyway, been too long, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. One more thing. Uh, okay. Dirk, Dirk Gently, the uh, season premiere looked really good. So it looks like the this coming season is going to be. Interesting. I guess there've been two episodes already.
1: Yeah, yeah. Course, I'm generally. really enjoying it. It's much more. Eh, it's not. It's it's definitely less cra- Well, I mean, it's crazy. It's less. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's easier to understand. It's a little easier to follow this season. The first season, yeah. a lot was going on. And it was kind of hard to follow, and it was you know there was some time travel involved, which is always weird. Oh, yeah. Um, um, this season so far has been a little more easy to kind of follow what's going on. Um, yeah, and there's some interesting mysteries that have been put forward. Yes, and some interesting yeah. new characters. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what I'm got to figure out is like tomorrow night it's on, and you and me and Sierra and Trish are going to be out for Halloween, going to some parties, right? So we're definitely going to miss it when it's on tomorrow night. I I think you can watch it online on BBC America, but you might have to wait a week. Uh, um, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's on demand on my. So I'm going to have to figure out how I'm going to see the episode we're going to miss. Right, and I'm just going to DVR it. See, he, he, <laughs> the, it is nice to have the DVR. It but helps. almost Almost everything I want to see, I can see on Hulu or I can figure out by looking at what I want to watch and and knowing which one's on Hulu uh, that I can watch, you know, the other. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, well, I do. Mm-hmm. I, I, lost, I lost interest in what I was saying. And so I know everybody else did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Cool. All right. Well, all right. Um, There's yeah. a lot of other stuff I wanted to talk about, but um, it's all negative shit, and I don't want to get into it. Well, we'll get into it next episode. How about that? Okay. It's going to be a couple weeks because I'm going to be in Europe. Oh, well, that's right. Well, I'm glad that we uh, recorded them before you left on your trip. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get a lot of shows in. So we got Europe. Uh, like I got got to go to Europe, and then we can do an episode then, and then it'll be Thanksgiving. Oh, so that's we may only get one episode in November.
0: Well. You know,
1: we'll we'll do
0: what we can, okay. you know, we've got lives and, and, and jobs and things, and we're going to squeeze it in whenever possible.
1: <laughs> That's what she said.
0: <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway, great episode, it was good uh, getting reacquainted, um, you know, with each other and with our audience, because they haven't heard from us in quite a while, and we apologize yeah. for that, but uh, uh, we're still here, man, we're here for you. We're going to um, be around yes so anyway i'll just close it out here by saying slide in next time for another fabulous episode of a slippery slope i don't have anything fucking
1: clever to say goddammit. it ah uh, well that was clever just just <laughs> saying that <laughs> by the time this gets posted maybe the astros will be the winners of the world series hmm. well we shall see right fingers crossed yes sir
0: okay <laughs> all right man okay good job lodger Ah, uh, you too. Felt good to uh, <laughs> get back into it. Though. All right, it did.
1: Yeah.